0: Tuesday, December 8th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, Governor Tom Wolf and Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine again painted a bleak picture of the days to come throughout Pennsylvania's health care system during the battle against COVID-19. During a news conference on Monday, Wolf said hospitals in the Commonwealth are already running low on beds in their intensive care units. The governor warned that any shortage of hospital beds means anyone who is sick, not just COVID-19 patients, are at risk. As of last Thursday, the state has seen a seven-day increase with nearly 6,000 more new cases than the previous week. Now, state officials say the decision to order more restrictions depends on the coming days. There is widespread community transmission across Pennsylvania, Secretary Levine said. We do not want people to go out and celebrate. We don't want you to invite people over. You don't want, we don't want you to go to your neighbors uh, or any parties. I know that is a sacrifice, but that is what we have to do to stop the spread. Wolf reiterated three ways for residents to protect themselves and others. Stay at home unless you need to go out. Do not attend gatherings with people outside of your home. And wear a mask if you need to go out Pennsylvania reported six thousand three hundred and thirty new cases on Monday in addition to the eight thousand six hundred and thirty cases on Sunday bringing the two day total to fourteen thousand nine hundred and sixty that brings the statewide total to four uh, four hundred thousand and twenty six sorry four twenty six uh, four forty four and another one hundred and eleven deaths were reported over the weekend bringing that statewide total to eleven thousand three hundred and seventy three now the UK health officials uh, rolled out The first doses of a widely tested and independently reviewed COVID-19 vaccine Tuesday starting a global immunization program that is expected to gain momentum as more serums win approval. The first shot came to one of a network of hospital hubs around the country where the initial phase of the program will be rolled out on what has been dubbed V-Day. The first recipient was Margaret Keenan, who turns 91 next week. The former jewelry shop assistant received the shot at University Hospital Coventry at 6.31 a.m. while wearing a surgical mask and a blue Merry Christmas sweater. I feel so privileged to be the first person vaccinated against COVID-19, she said. It's the best early birthday present I could wish for because it means I can finally look forward to spending time with family and friends in the new year after being on my own for most of this year. Public health officials ask the public to be patient because only those who are most at risk from the virus will be vaccinated in the early stages. Medical staff will contact people to arrange appointments and most will have to wait until next year before there is enough vaccine to expand the the program. Philadelphia police are asking for the public's help help after video captured drivers performing dangerous stunts in the middle of a Northern Liberties intersection over the weekend. It's referred to as drifting. Uh, This activity is extremely dangerous, especially to pedestrians, Mm -hmm. said Captain Mark Overwise of the Philadelphia Police Accident Investigation Division. Witnesses say several people blocked off traffic while men driving two cars repeatedly spun out their vehicles in what appeared to be the intersection of Spring Garden Street and Columbus Boulevard. This is
0: comprehensively Depicted in the Academy Award winning film Tokyo Drift. I was trying to think of where in Northern Liberties they'd have enough room to do that, but that's that's a wide street area yeah. right there. That's a main thoroughfare right there.
2: Uh, I never heard of drifting, so they're just what? like spinning their cars up. What well, you think I'm out drifting? Tokyo Drift? I mean, there was a big There's movie
0: about,
3: about it. About yeah.
2: Kathy, yeah. It's you so think about
3: I'm family. It's about drifting. Yeah, so <laughs> Kathy, it's
0: essentially you kick the rear end out. And if the wheels are spinning and you turn the front, you, you can
4: you
2: slide
0: going. sideways, essentially, and keep moving. Okay. Yeah. There,
4: there are literally points in drift racing where the car is dr- is traveling sideways.
2: Yeah. And is this always done with two cars? Or th- no. Okay, so this just happened to be two people doing this. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, uh, this isn't the first time that this has happened. Overwise said this isn't the first time that it's happened in the city. Uh, and what might seem to look like fun uh, to people involved, it's actually very dangerous. He said uh, they can easily lose control of their vehicle and hit objects, other cars, or even people.
4: They heard someone screaming, we guess what I get to do.
2: <laughs> we, guess what I get to do witnesses say the people involved dispersed by the time police arrived but they could face serious charges if they are caught investigators are now encouraging anyone with more video or information about the case to contact police so um the initial video was from somebody watching it looks like up in a building so they're saying there were probably other people that saw this um, or took video and they want to talk to them.
0: There, this was several years ago, a long time ago. Uh, a, a gal that worked when we were at Y100 was uh, driving around like Packer uh, kind of near the sports complex and was, was going somewhere. I forgot where. <laughs> but she said at some point she ended up in the lineup yeah. for drag racing. Right. Yeah. And she's like, no, I just, I'm trying to get over there. Yeah. And they had asked her if she, she wanted to like race. Racing for pink slips.
4: Uh, uh, yeah, I remember that story. It's hilarious. You, you think you're in the flow of traffic, and you're next up for the race. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're next
2: mm-hmm.
4: up. Yeah. yeah, one of my friends actually crashed
3: pretty bad on uh, one of those drag races. It was uh, He was doing motorcycle drag, but it was still the same thing. It was down
4: by that area. Yeah. Oh, that's but that area is perfectly suited for for it. I mean, there's just lots of
0: straightaways and at night, not much traffic. Yeah. Uh,
2: The people behind this could face charges ranging from reckless driving to reckless endangerment. In sports this morning... (laughs) Dick Allen, a seven-time All-Star, the 1964 National League Rookie of the Year and the 1972 American League MVP, died at the age Mm -hmm. of 78. The Phillies, the team Allen started out with, announced his death yesterday. Allen's number 15 was retired by the Phillies in September, an honor that was considered long overdue by many for one of the franchise's greatest players who fought against racism during a tumultuous period with the team in the 1960s.
0: reading about him. He was a badass, man. I've got some of the stats on him if we we touch on that later on.
2: team said the Phillies are heartbroken over the passing today of our dear friend and co-worker Dick Allen. In the NFL last night, there were two games for Monday Night Football. In Pittsburgh, the undefeated Steelers are undefeated no more, losing to Washington 23-17 to after blowing a 14-point lead that was the second-largest blown lead at home in franchise history. In a game that took place in Arizona, Josh Allen threw for 375 yards and tied a career high with four touchdown passes as the Buffalo Bills stayed in sole possession of first place in the AFC East with a 34-24 win over the San Francisco 49ers. Because of rescheduling issues, Due to COVID-19, there's a game tonight. The Baltimore Ravens will host the Dallas Cowboys at 8.05. And in men's bas- college, ba- college basketball, number one Gonzaga paused all team activities due to COVID-19 protocols after two positive tests within the basketball program led to the postponement of the matchup against number two Baylor. Gonzaga will not return to action until December 15th, which means the Bulldogs will also cancel four upcoming games. Though Gonzaga and Baylor are expected to try to reschedule their highly anticipated game, it's unclear whether the Bulldogs will try to reschedule any of the other games that will be impacted over the coming days and that's what i have for you this morning thank you kathy all right
0: it's only tuesday but uh we got some good stuff in in store for uh this morning's program and we're looking forward to bringing it to you a couple of great guests on the show number one the incomparable lewis gossett jr will be joining us today yeah um, he is promoting uh, what's called The Reason. It's coming out on digital platforms and pay-per-view on demand, so we'll talk to him about that. It's one of those uh, inspirational movies. Okay. Yeah. I'm a sucker for them. All right. Yeah. And uh, we were surprised to see him pop in up in the Watchmen series on HBO, and he was fantastic. And we will obviously ask him about that. Uh, also, Gabriel Iglesias yeah. will be joining us. He's got a Netflix special, season three. Uh, or it's not a special, but Mr. Iglesias, his show, uh, Season 3, is coming out uh, today. So we'll talk to uh Gabrielle. He's a very, very funny guy, obviously, or Gabriel, I should say. We also have um, Foresta's Market in Phoenixville Ooh. with Dietz and Watson dropping off some goodies today. So we'll get to tell you about that. We'll eat. We'll tell you about it. <laughs> um, but they, they are stopping by today. And um, I'm sure we have some things to give away and other stuff to get into. Oh, yes, you know in fact, we do. Yeah. What we got, man? It's Tattoos Oh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I knew there was something. So we have a chance for you to join a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. Uh, from our good friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. You want to check out their artwork, see if maybe you're up for winning a $350 gift certificate to get a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. Uh, Just go on Instagram and punch in at Floating World Tattoos, or you can take a look at their website, floatingworldtattoos.com. We are going to take a break. We are going to die. <laughs> we yeah. are going to yeah. die. We're going to come back in just a moment and uh, get into the entertainment report. I have a lot of stories to share with you this morning and a stupid question coming up when we return. Stay put.
5: Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
0: Back
5: with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: I had a stupid question, but I left in the other room, so I'm going uh. to riff a little bit, and we're going to touch on uh, uh, sad news about uh, Chuck Yeager, an American hero passing away, so we'll do a question concerning him. Uh, what was the aircraft, what was the name of the aircraft that he broke, of course, the sound barrier in, two one five two six three 263 wmmr let's see if you know the answer to that, okay? Uh, Chuck Yeager uh, passed away, unfortunately, 97 years old, long, incredible life, but what was the aircraft? The name of the aircraft that he broke the sound barrier in? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. Uh, it's December eighth. It is a Tuesday. It's Kim Bassinger's birthday today. Ah. Do you say Bassinger or Basinger?
4: Bassinger. Uh, uh, you know what? Some it's, people say. I've heard it all three ways. It's been explained countless times, and I've uh, listened to those explanations countless times, and I've forgotten those explanations. I didn't say countless. Bassinger. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: There's a, there's a funny bit on Family Guy where the doctor you think he's going to have bad news, and he says, "Peter, I, I don't know how to say this. So, <laughs> That's right. But ba- bassinger or is it Basinger?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And there's a whole series yeah. of you know play on words. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had mentioned a movie about her in front of Nick the other day. He had never seen it, which is Blind Date. Oh, great. It, yeah. it is a fun movie Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, hijinks ensue in that one, and she's the uh, the femme fatale in that movie. Yeah, I and she's alone
4: too. She's okay. a little bit of a
0: loon, uh, so, so she's, she's a bad date. Sixty eight today. Uh, Terry Hatcher, uh-huh. another, another gorgeous woman. Uh, Lois and Clark, Desperate Housewives.
4: Tango and
3: Cash.
0: Tango and Cash, <laughs> you're right.
4: Yeah. Who's, uh, it was, uh, Stallone's sister, right? Yeah. Stallone's yes. sister, and Kurt Russell was dating her, or had designs on her, and yes. Stallone wasn't happy about that. Yeah. I remember mm. the
0: first thing, I, the first thing I recall her from was a movie called Soap Dish. Yeah, And yes. she played one of the actresses on the soap opera. She's in a movie also with Kevin Bacon yeah. and Michael McKeon. Yeah, I remember where that. Where he's a
4: young film student. Yeah. And he rides... Is as he starts to become more famous, she's an actress who has designs on him. And I forget the name. Movie. It's a fun movie. It's yeah. a really
0: well done movie, yeah. Um Yeah, Nick would have to look that one up and, and Why, when know. did it come out, do you think? Uh, uh late eighties, yeah, early nineties. Okay. La- late eighties, I think. Um I'm, I'm th- The Big Pic No, not the big Yeah, the big yeah, picture. picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cute movie. Uh so she is fifty seven today. Dominic Monahan. Lord of the Rings and Lost. He is uh, 45 today. Wake up, Preston. Uh, <laughs> wake up. It's time for you to wake up. If only in the Shire <laughs> I could wake up to that music and know. You've got to go entertain people on the radio. Things are going to be light and uh, just another day. You had a wonderful evening last night. Pressure yourself with your laptop. <laughs> Put you in a frame of mind ready to
6: entertain the masses. So what if your wife discovered you? <laughs> is he the only hobbit we haven't had in studio? I think we've had all the other three, right?
0: Uh yeah, we, we, we have... had Sean Aston, we had um Billy, Billy... Boyd he? Boyd. Yeah. 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 Uh Billy Boyd, Yeah. <laughs> oh Billy Billy Billy. Yeah. Um and I think you might be right. Yeah. Did we not have we, we've talked to him though. Oh yeah, that's right. We had um now, oh, man, now, come on. David uh,
4: Faustino. Kira, K- Kyle. Kyle Kira. K- 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 Kayak.
3: Kayak. Kayak. Elijah Wood is his name. Thank you. There's no K in his name. Elijah
0: oh, <laughs> <dear. A Clyza laughs> Wood. Elijah <laughs> Wood. All right, so anyhow, Dominic Monaghan is 45 and another uh, member of the Lost cast in Summerholder. Oh, we just had him on. Yeah, we did. He is uh, forty-seven years old today. Nice guy. He had a big success with Vampire Diaries, mm-hmm. and that continues. Sinead O'Connor has her birthday today. Uh, she is celebrating her fifty-fifth birthday. Little troubled, little tortured. Yeah, she's had she's had a. Uh, I, I think she she wrestles with some demons. She's I had think she time. was. She was molested and early that on, Absolutely. and that obviously has haunted her all her life. Uh, but she is a super talented singer. Very much so. She's 55 today. Uh, Phil Collin, guitarist of uh, Def Leppard. Uh, is 64 years old today. That dude's in great shape, man. For his age, he's yeah, in, Absolutely, um, yeah. Not, there's plenty of pictures of him with his shirt off, and he's just ripped up. Uh, and he's a great guitar player, too. Celebrates his... Uh, Jesus. Yeah, right? You're not kidding. No. No, no dude's in oh. unbelievable shape. Uh, he's celebrating his 64th birthday today. Nick, I bring up this birthday. I saw It's actually on my list. A guy that we ran into in a hallway in Los Angeles, bassist Nathan E. East, I love that guy. Celebrates his birthday today. He's amazing, and he's played with everybody. It we, was when we were uh, Michael, Giacchino? Michael Giacchino yeah. and he came in to play a part on the session. Um, and it was when uh, less of the orchestral part; it was more the the rock uh, part of the of the day session. Oh, I know him. I'm looking at a picture of him. Yeah, we're walking down the He's, hall, yeah. and we ran into him. And Mike goes, "Oh, uh, Nathan, this is uh, Preston and Nick, Nick and Preston. This is Nathan East." And I, I'm sitting there, and we're talking for a minute. And I go, "You toured with Eric Clapton, right?" He goes, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Yeah," and he was just the nicest guy, That's and he cool. just was telling us stories about Eric and, and that tour, and it was awesome. Casey, you'd probably recognize him from the uh,
6: unplugged with Eric Clapton. He was on that, and okay. he was in that set the whole time. And yeah, he was with Clapton for a long time. I actually traded an email with him after that um, uh, correspondence, Preston, and, and we were going to try and get him on the next time he came through uh, on a tour. It never happened, but maybe down the road. He's, he's a super nice guy. He, he gave us his quote-unquote
0: business card. Yeah. It was a pick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with his name and phone oh, number and address awesome. and, and, and everything on it, but it, just a super nice guy, and, and he's also a great jazz talent, too, so he's he's the real deal. He can he can play pretty much anything. He's 66 today, so happy birthday, Nathan East. Uh, Anna Sophia Robb. Uh, who was from uh, Bridge to Terabithia, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? You probably know her brother, Broccoli. Uh, Soul Surfer <laughs> Broccoli as well. She, she plays uh, the main character in Soul Surfer. Dude, she's 28 years old. Are you old. kidding me? No. What? I was blown away by that this morning. Uh, cause she's she, like that orphan the, the movie The Orphan. She will forever be a kid to me. Yeah. Or a young lady. And she is a young lady, but 28, she's, you know. Uh, she ain't a kid anymore. Can't they bonsai these child stars so that they don't uh, grow? Here's another one that Steve and I, or that Nick and I were surprised about. It's Nicki Minaj's birthday today. and You already heard, I think, I did, old yeah. what, I how old she is. I have to recuse myself. She's 38. Oh, man. Then I, what was that? Oh, <laughs> that parody they yeah. did? Yeah. Did you think she was younger? I thought yeah. she was in her 20s, yeah. like late 20s. Oh. <laughs> Anaconda? That was this song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that video is hilarious. It is tremendous, especially the one where they uh, their legs are up in the air and they cross <laughs> one leg across and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's excellent. <laughs> Tell me farts aren't high art. Nicki Minaj, uh, 38 Someone years old. Someone did that
2: man. Reface app with me on uh, Nicki Minaj. Remember we were talking about that yeah. app press? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's I need re- to see that. It's pretty good. Oh, that's funny.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to today's uh, stupid question. What was the name of the aircraft in which um, uh, John, not John Glendier, God. John um, Goodman. Not John, John Goodman. Goodman. Which was
4: the club where Chuck- he came out with a hook on his back. <laughs> Chuck
0: Yeager oh. broke. Uh, The sound barrier in. 215-263-WMMR. I will go to uh, Barry for the answer. Hey, Barry, good morning. Good morning, guys. Barry, what's the answer we're looking for? Bell X-1. The Bell X-1. You got it. (laughs) Also known as the Glamorous Glennis. It had a nickname to it, and that's what he had named. Yeah. Uh, But the technical name was the bell x1 so i would have accepted either one barry you got it right we are going to set you up sir with a 50 dollars carrabba's italian grill dining card feed the family the holiday season for the this holiday season with carrabba's family bundles featuring lasagna spaghetti chicken parmesan or salmon saparito saparito. uh yes that's right you heard that part uh, available through car side carry out and delivery, they feed four to five people and start at uh, thirty four ninety nine for larger parties. Carrabba's Catering serves ten and up and offers individually packaged meals. You can visit Carrabba's.com dot com for the complete menu. Got a lot of stuff to get to, so let's get let's start with frivolous stuff. The Kardashians, yes, for the first time in forty two years, they've canceled their annual Christmas party. Oh, wow. Chloe announced a decision, writing, COVID cases are getting out of control in California, so we decided that we're not doing a Christmas Eve party this year. It's the first time we will not be having a Christmas Eve party since 1978, I believe. She Why said- does she
4: keep specifying Christmas Eve party? Oh. she having a Christmas party? I don't know. Uh-huh. No, I think it's their, it's their annual yeah. event. Between 4 and 8 on Christmas Eve, we will not be getting together.
0: In November, she was uh, bullish on the party, tweeting, I think it will have to be way smaller, obviously and I'm totally fine with that, but we're definitely celebrating Christmas. It will just have to be uh, small and safe. Uh, But the Kardashian-Jenner crew has come under increasing fire for their tone-deaf approach to travel and partying amid the pandemic. Uh, Despite widespread death and illness in October, Kim Kardashian flew her friends and family. They were uh, being
4: overtly frivolous.
0: uh, Yes, and uh, to an island to celebrate her 40th. And then Kendall... Uh, through a huge 25th bash on Halloween. And most recently, they all flew to Lake Tahoe to film Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So they're catching a little bit of guff from that. So they're going to bail on the Christmas Eve party. Uh, but when it all settles down, have a get-together then. Absolutely.
4: And I'm sure we're
0: invited. Uh, police arrested a man on Monday. They say broke into a mansion owned by Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle Bundchen. Uh, police in Brookline, just outside of Boston, responded to the home around 6 a.m. after a security company monitoring the home reported that alarms had gone off in the house. They reported seeing an intruder in the house on a security camera. Uh, the man was found lying on a couch in the basement. Uh, no one was home during the break-in. You have any more cheese doodles? Uh, Brady and his family moved to Florida after he left the New England Patriots and signed with the Buccaneers in the off-season. I, I Don't you assume that there's, like a, like, a house staff and people that are there? Is there... It's up for sale.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, right. So
0: police described the suspect as a 34-year-old homeless man. He faces arraignment, uh, charges of trespassing and breaking and entering. The 12,112-square-foot <sighs> mansion Come on. on five acres is for sale. It most recently listed at $33.9 Ooh. million. So the guy picked a good spot hanging out yep. in for a while. This is a home in Brookline? Yeah. I mean, Brookline's like
6: not that far outside of boston and yep. to be able to have that much li- uh, land and like and a, t- <laughs> and a house that massive is uh well, well it's tom brady so.
4: that's how this stuff plays out <laughs> if you look at like a lot of it like in calabasas and, and you know to have these huge tracts of land and these enormous houses right close to a major city that's like amazing. that that's what you know that's what the premium bucks go to
0: yep exactly uh, so Olivia Jade is going to sit down to discuss her parents, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Juniali's Gianniali, uh, uh involvement in the college admission scandal, and she will appear today on Red Table Talk oh. with Jada Pinkett Smith. So they already, already recorded it, correct? Uh, it says she'll sit down today It will appear today. So I, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure, Steve. Yeah, if they yeah. did. Then I, they, I, we have audio. There's I think there's an audio clip of her. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's okay. Uh, let's roll it. Whenever you are ready, sir. Yes, sir.
7: So do you understand why different people in the community would be upset, why I would be upset at what you all did?
1: I would also love to hear it from you because I feel like it's a good learning thing. I think I can understand how wrong it is and we had the means to do something and we completely took it and ran with it.
0: Uh, so she will finally get real about how she and her parents are uh, dealing.
4: Can I get real? Uh,
0: both parents are currently behind bars with Laughlin due out on, around Christmas and uh, Gianulli due out by Easter. Olivia
4: Jade reveals that she made a banana bread with a file in it. And she's oh. going to bring it by the uh, the jail for her mother. Uh, I get I the impression yeah. that uh, this is something the parents moved ahead with. Sure, and that I'm sure uh, she was complicit. Though, yeah, you know? maybe at some level. I don't think she was the mastermind. Right. I don't think she could be the mastermind of anything. I don't understand the reasoning why she's
8: got
3: to get the, a talking to by um, Jada Pinkett Smith. I mean, here's the deal: both her parents are going to jail. They're, you know what I mean? Like getting a, a you know a talking to or a finger you know wagged at you by by Jada because whatever you're doing is um, a privileged right. thing. Okay, but.
0: Your parents are going to jail. Like, you know, yeah, what I mean? you're learned. sitting down for an interview to kind of clear the air. It's, I know you. I you wouldn't was... be doing your job if you were an interviewer and didn't say you see how people would but, perceive uh, this. And right? also, that
4: is the arrangement. Yeah. I'm going to come in. Right. You're going to give me a tongue lashing. Yeah, This will be my mea culpa. Yeah. And now we can move on. And that's how it goes. Yeah. And I think that the first question she's going to have to ask is to Jada Pinkett Smith and her mother, what happened to your faces? <laughs> I mean, her, Jada Pinkett Smith. Look at Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. Uh, she's almost unrecognizable. Yeah. Is
0: that her mother? Yeah. That's her mother. Oh, man. There's Jada that's Pinkett Smith. That's her mother.
2: Oh, what? my God. Oh, wait, what's that? Who's Kathy.
0: That's not Jada Pinkett Smith. That's That's Jada her Pinkett Smith. That, no.
4: that's, that's her mother. That's Jada Pinkett Smith's mother right there. Preston, I can't that.
0: Jada's got the white hair. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she looks older than her mother. Not a good
2: look. It, and it's just the hair. That's all it she is. She looks
0: older than her mother. Wow.
2: Mm, we kind of talked about this, about the younger women going gray and that it's like a thing now. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I've definitely seen it. Um, All right. Interesting. I'd love to spend all day talking about this, but I do have some other things. (laughs) Maybe on our podcast, our additional podcast. (laughs) This is a tragic story, uh, and I was not familiar with this documentary, but um, it's called Audrey and Daisy. Uh, It's on Netflix. Uh, Melinda Coleman, the mother of sexual assault survivor and advocate Daisy Coleman, has died by suicide. This comes four months after Daisy died by suicide. Yes. It's a horrible story. My she God. appeared like I said in the Netflix documentary audrey and daisy uh safe b a e the organization or I don't know if it's pronounced safe Bay uh the organization Daisy had co-founded uh, shared the news on Sunday said we're in shock and disbelief to share uh that uh that with our family that we lost Melinda Coleman to suicide this evening uh the bottomless grief of losing her husband, her son, Tristan, and Daisy was more than she could uh face most days. They had a, more than anything she loved and believed in her children. It's no accident that she uh, created some of the most gifted, passionate, resilient children. Her hearts are forever with Logan and Charlie, a reference to her two sons, by the way.
4: So I, I was not familiar with this uh, documentary series either, Preston, and uh, started to look into it a little bit. It, it's it's a sad story, but the, the the daughter had sort of come back from it. And so the
0: suicide was definitely... Um, so what I read about it is is it has to do with uh, people who are victims of sexual assault and then who are victimized after that, yeah. bullied in some occasions right, right. And, and, you know, shamed and so on, even though they've been the victim, which is a horrible consequence sometimes. And clearly, um, it can cut so deep that it there's no coming back. Yeah, it, it, it did in so this case. It's It's terrible, terrible. So... Keep that in mind, gang. Uh, that is a sad story. All right, on to lighter and meaningless stuff. Yeah. Uh, While well, they split a decade ago, John Mayer still likes Jennifer Aniston. He does? Well, judging from his social media activity, the Grammy winner raised brows after fans noticed that he liked an Instagram post on Aniston's Are account. you kidding me? I kid you not. This doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Would lie to you. we got out of the Pentagon.
8: <laughs> where
5: Januszczyk is verifying whether there was a like.
4: I'm Jennifer Aniston's Facebook, Jim. What do you think about this? Yes, it's absolutely true, Tom. There was a apparently something indicating an appreciation, if not a like, of the post. Back to you, Tom. Thank
0: you very much, Jim. The post shows a series of throwback shots of her riding a bike. It is captioned. The shot I... showed her riding a bike, and the caption said, "I just can't with these pictures." Oh, she just can't. She just can't. Okay. Uh, Mayor has... He can't or she can't? She can't. This is what she wrote. She okay. uh, Captioned, I just can't with these pictures. And he offered to buy the seat? Mayor <laughs> has previously opened up about the 2009 split telling Rolling Stone in 2012. I've never really gotten over it. It was one of the worst times of my life. Uh, Aniston has also been busted watching his Instagram live and commenting with three joy emojis. Oh, my God. Wait, what are the joy emojis? I I forget those ones. Uh, It's... Looks like poop. Oh! Uh, No, that's uh, the poop emoji. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. Uh, I don't know what the joy emoji is. Is it actual joy soap? might say the the word joy on it. I'm not really sure. Uh, oh, okay. oh, it's, oh, the crying, I don't see that as joy. I see that, that's, that's laughing. Crying, laughing, that's yeah, hilariously laughing and
2: crying. All right, when you type joy People. in, it comes up with the uh, star eyes. Okay. Right. A little emoji face with star eyes. All right, eyes. okay.
4: So what's the Nazi symbol mean?
0: See, I see that one as, um like, uh, uh you're wowed by fame, you know what I mean? Stars in your Oh, arms. I I always thought, with the, is it stars or the hearts? Hearts well, mean. Well, the
2: hearts mean, like, so, like.
4: I love I love that. that.
2: Like I put that for a lot of baby pictures.
4: Okay, do you we? Know what I mean,
2: like, oh my god, love that. It's so cute.
4: Just a quick aside, emoji wise. <laughs> Michael J. Fox had a. It's a clip from yesterday. Do we have that? Yeah. Uh, he talks about emojis and what they mean, Preston, and what his son instructed him to do. It's a funny little clip.
9: I got, I got in trouble I, on, on Twitter. Somebody said something nasty about Parkinson's, and I usually let that stuff just go by me. It didn't happen that often. and When it does, that don't really care about it, but. I just, I wanted to answer this guy in some way. So my son said, just do this, do SMH. And I said, what do you mean ask me? He said, just, just trust me, do SMH. So I answered the guy back, SMH. And he answers me back, this is the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. You're the king of the internet. I apologize for anything I said to you. Blah, 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 blah. And I said to my son, what the shit did you say? And he said, shaking my head.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> is that not great? Because his head is always shaking. shaking. <laughs> that's brilliant. Aww, that's excellent. That's so great. <laughs> well done, sir. Uh, this is also well done. Mario Lopez <laughs> as Colonel Sanders oh my God. on Lifetime. Is that real? It's real.
3: Oh, see, like, all right, so I saw my friend post that on,
4: on Instagram, and I just thought it was a joke. So it, did I. It, it's a parody of it's a parody
0: but it's hilarious. Well, it's a parody, but they're saying they're really going to air it. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a mini movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Lifetime turned heads when it announced an unusual casting for an even odder title. The network shared a poster on Twitter promoting the new original mini movie, A Recipe for Seduction. <laughs> The attached image sees the Saved by the Bell star as a ripped version of the iconic fast food personality, (laughs) Colonel Harlan Sanders.
4: (laughs) But I mean, looking with the whole beard, the whole thing, the gray hair, except it's Mario Lopez and his body.
3: All right. So, I mean, in context, my friend had two pictures posted on Instagram right next to each other. This was the second one. The first one. Was Happy Holidays, and it was a mother and a father and the son, but it was the 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 uh, Omen family, right? Um, so when I saw that. With this, I was like, oh, it's they're clearly... No. These are jokes. Yeah. So they,
0: it, well, it's it's going to be a parody, but it's not just a trailer. They they have a, yeah. a, a mini-length yeah. movie that they're doing <laughs> with this. All, yeah. right.
10: All right, I'll
4: watch it. So yeah, totally. <laughs> we have audio
0: of the trailer, if oh, you'd we do? like to hear a little bit of <laughs> it. All right. Yeah. All right. Is this the whole thing? The, oh, it's it's just about serious. 30 seconds.
4: All right. All right. A right.
5: Lifetime yeah. original mini-movie.
4: I
1: think I'm falling for the new chef. Jessica is falling for
0: Harlan. The
8: cook...
5: Leave Jessica alone
7: and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? (laughs) Spare me. We all have our secrets.
5: Secrets out, chicken man.
7: (laughs) Who the hell are you?
0: Harlan Sanders, the new chef. (laughs) Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders. It looks great.
6: (laughs) So Mario Lopez gets Mario Lopez at this point, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. That's great. If you watch
0: the Saved by the Bell reboot on Peacock, he's...
6: Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: he's, He's tearing it up. All right. Uh, the tweet said: Market calendars, because Lifetime and KFC have partnered for a Lifetime original mini movie you <laughs> don't want to miss. Uh, set the premiere on Lifetime on Sunday at 12 p.m. A Recipe for Seduction takes the television commercial to a new level. The <laughs> original mini movie follows a young heiress as she struggles to pick between a rich suitor selected by her mother and the new house chef Harlan Sanders, <laughs> who brings more. Then his 11 herbs and spices secret recipe to the table. In lifetime fashion, things take a turn for the dramatic with the heiress's mother and the disappointed suitor seeking to take out the KFC mascot himself. All right. Uh, So that is this weekend. Yeah, Sunday at noon.
3: Steve, real quick, you mentioned Peacock. You know that they just added 10 Bond films on Peacock as well? I did see that, yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, he's and there is So that's if you do have Peacock, that's uh, a free way to watch the movies. Mm.
0: Uh, let's see here. MGM is looking to review uh, for review revenue. I'm sorry, in a bid uh, to juice its bottom line, MGM is set to move all of its content to Amazon's cloud and use its software to revamp its media supply chain, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Doug Russo, the executive VP and CTO of MGM, said, "Our new cloud-based media supply chain will give us." Increased visibility to owned content the avail the ability to better inform our sales teams and faster processing and license deal will help us deliver more content experiences to viewers and grow new revenue opportunities uh MGM owns the James Bond and Rocky movie franchises as well as TV shows like Fargo and the handmaids they're there. creating a new hybrid character Rocky Bond Rocky Bond. Be, yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> is Bond yeah yeah Raggy by double double O.
5: double O's O. Double o-
0: <laughs> Double O-O. Oh,
4: yo. <laughs> that was a kind of the rocky impression. Uh, now that it, it's not so
0: Double O-Yo. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> we will see how that uh, ends up. That's right, it stinks! <laughs> uh, let's see. Phil Griffin is stepping down as president of MSNBC and will be replaced as head of the news network by NBC News executive Rashida Jones. Not the actress. Yes. Oh, no. no. Yeah, you got to watch that. <laughs> Who will become the first black executive to lead a major cable network. In fact, uh, the Rashida Jones that we know has commented on this and expressed how great this is. So she's she's uh come up of there, and there, said, it's there not me. It's there
4: somewhere. are times in, in the entertainment world there there's a confluence of names. Do you remember when um uh God Anna Nicole Smith's lawyer was Howard Stern? Yes, oh, that's right. right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you'd yeah. be in the news yes. like why is why is Howard Stern No, what? he was the judge, wasn't he? No, no, he was her lawyer. Howard K. Stern was the lawyer for Anna Nicole Smith. Okay.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh so let's see here. She will become the first black executive to lead a major news uh, uh lead a major cable network Uh, Jones, who will take over as president on February 1st, is currently chief of breaking news and major events at NBC and just led the network's coverage of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, Chadwick Boseman managed to keep his cancer battle private before his death at age 43, but he did have some rough moments in public, including one that uh, Tony Award-winning director of Boseman's last film, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, discussed. With Wall Street Journal magazine, George C. Wolf recalled how one moment seemed to touch a nerve with Bozeman. It came as the trumpet player uh, Levy uh, belittled uh, Cutler in the film for being a man of faith. He said, we were doing it in a very casual way, and I assume that when uh, Levy got to the big speech, Chadwick was going to stop, but he didn't stop. He kept going, and Levy took over. It was raw and explosive, remembered Wolf. Uh, He said afterwards, Chadwick uh, started to sob, and Coleman hugged him, and then Chadwick's girlfriend basically picked him up. Mm Uh, He was dating Taylor Simone Ledward at the time, but they married before his death in August, uh, four years after he had been diagnosed by the colon cancer. Uh, Domingo also recalled how he could see something was happening with Bozeman. He said, I could tell which had sometimes he had something on his mind. He'd walk into a room and he wouldn't speak to anyone. He jokingly confronted the actor saying, oh, you're just not going to say hi to anybody. Uh, He said uh, Bozeman smiled and then made it a point to shake his hand and give him a big hug every day. On set. It's wild when
4: you have something like that. So I, you know, even just side prostate cancer, which is obviously, uh, you know, if you if you catch it early, it's nothing to diminish, but it's not, you know, Chadwick Boseman had a much more formidable thing. But when you have it, um, it, it, it's there's always almost like a second language channel running in your mind all the time. So you're conducting your day's affairs, but it's always it's always running in the background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom starts uh, streaming on Netflix, and that will be December 18th. Uh, One last thing: it's a bit of a music uh, news item, but uh, she's on a TV show as well. But Gwen Stefani has released her first new music in four years. Uh, The 51-year-old singer has gone back to her ska and reggae roots in homage to her time as the front woman for No Doubt and refreshed things up with a bit on her new single, which is called Let Me Reintroduce Myself. And she's also back to
4: her roots as far as the space
0: program goes.
4: Preston. Oh, but, I did not know that.
1: This is the single. They love space
0: In a nod to her 2004 hit "Hollaback Girl," she sings, "And it tastes great. I already gave you bananas." Uh, Gwen said of the track, <laughs> "What." Well, it mentions B Oh, right. You were, yeah, actually, yeah. you were saying that yesterday. Yes,
6: that you were. So you were spelling it. Were spelling. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> how do you spell banana? And I went,
0: B-A-N-A-N-A-S.
3: That's You're a right. hollaback girl. I even messed it up there. I have to do that quite a bit. Not with bananas, but with other words. I'm like, okay, S-U-C-C-E-S-S. That's the way we spell success. Okay, I got it. B Be
0: aggressive. Be, B-E aggressive. aggressive. B-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-B-E. Be aggressive. That's how you do it. Be aggressive. Um, Gwen said of the That was the track, a wrestling cheer. It was, it was a wrestling yes, cheer? Yes, and you football? cheer
2: with your legs. You did the B-E. You were down e- on your knees? No, you were sitting, and your legs were out. So it was like this. B-E. <laughs> Wait, you come on. You can cheer. do it. Let's do it, stand see
6: this. Oh, my God. All right, ready? Do it. do
2: the cheer. Okay. Ready?
6: Be aggressive.
3: Be aggressive. B
4: B A G D R E S I B E aggressive.
0: B-E aggressive. She's good
4: at that. She never forgot it.
0: I hope we got video of that. I don't think there's a camera that faces that way.
3: Also, Nick Murphy's not in today, so when he's not in, we don't run. Remember when Kathy fell out of her chair that one day, not that
4: long ago? That was on a
3: Nick Murphy off day.
1: come Okay.
7: The Pep Rally got us pumped.
1: The, the band game. made us yeah. jump. uh uh-uh. oh. Uh-uh.
0: What happened?
7: Why was my voice like that?
0: I think it's just the speed of the tape. <laughs> yeah. It would, no, it was the testosterone. You yeah. were, you know. Yeah. You know see, see, yeah.
8: when I was,
2: was puberty. Hey,
1: listen, guys. I'm going to grab a quick shower and shave. I'll meet you out on the field. My uh, mustache was, was coming when, in. That and... was
2: when I was a Puerto Rican <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. My right, here's, name is Pedro. Here's a clip of the uh, of the Gwen Stefani song. Marissa, grab
2: this. It's the
8: Coupon.
0: Reggae uh, beat, but it still got a lot of pop uh, Did you mention the General Lee, Preston? I didn't hear oh. I heard something in there, but not General Lee. Uh, so anyhow, uh, she said it's sung in a way of singing back with new music. It's fun, lighthearted song because I got inspired and hopefully to bring a little bit of joy. The idea was to write a song that had a bit of a nostalgic feel to it. Uh, so I think Musically it reminds you of back in the day, going way back when I started Musically, which was with ska and reggae. Uh, I'm still the same me, but here's something a little bit new in case you feel like hearing a little bit more of me.
4: Chabert. So, I watched a uh, Lacey Chabert Hallmark movie that was produced by Blake Shelton. Her yeah, husband. that was
0: Saturday night. Yes.
3: I was, I was watching a little it bit of It was a that.
4: triple back to back Preston Lacey Chabert evening for
0: me. I watched one over the weekend or part of one. Which one did you watch? I don't remember. the one where she falls in love. She falls in love, yeah, okay. Oh, that yeah, one. yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, one. Yeah.
6: Okay. The Attractive Woman? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 All right, let's do clips, shall we? <laughs> Nurses is a new medical drama that follows the lives of medical staff working on the front lines of a downtown Toronto hospital. Uh, Here, co-star Donald McLean, Jr., uh, discusses how his character, Wolf Burke, fits into the mix. Here
11: we go. I believe Wolf is a very positive character. He brings a lot of optimism to the team. And um, I think that everybody brings something so particular and uh, distinguished in their own characters and Wolf does that too with his energy and his uh, and his love just for the world and life. With yeah,
4: his energy. Okay. I think Wolf was this guy who's got energy and he brings that to the ER. He helps people uh, like they're sick and stuff he goes in, goes in. <laughs> and I think if you are looking for compelling television I don't think you need to go no further than this What's- Name of my program that
0: I'm on? Nurses. Nurses. Yeah. Check it out.
4: What's what's the channel that
0: it's on? It's on uh, NBC. It's on NBC. Uh, Monday nights at 10. Yeah. Actually, if you do, don't mind. I don't really, I don't care. Okay. (laughs) And his name is Don McLean. Is he Don McLean's son? I don't know.
3: I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's. Is he? He is a Don McLean's son because
4: name is Don McLean Jr. Does he know somebody who's related to McLean Stevenson?
0: Don't we all? I think we do. So So here's here's the next one. Here we go. A man in need of a kidney donor finds a match in a woman from his past in the sitcom B-E-Positive. B-E-Positive. Oh, be be positive. B-E-E-Positive. <laughs> All right, so here Thomas Middleditch uh, discusses his takeaway from learning that the show is loosely based on uh, show creator Marco Panette's real-life story. Here we go.
10: My big takeaway is that when you go through something like... Uh, either giving or getting an organ from someone, uh, you're basically bonded for life. His stories of him and his donor, uh, basically now they're friends that check in every week and, like, talk
0: about their day and their lives. Shut the f*** up! Be Positive airs Thursday nights, 8.30, and that one's on CBS. And there you go, that's all I got for you in... The Entertainment Report this morning. All right, let's take a break. we got a lot of stuff to get to. We have a Tattoos Day today. Chance for you to win a President Steve tattoo from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. We're going to have Louis Gossett Jr. on the show, and we're going to have uh, Gabriel Iglesias joining us as well. So we got a bunch coming up on the program. We will be right back. Make sure you stay with us. The
1: President, the President and Steve, Steve Show, podcast 933 WMMR, everything that rocks
0: um not to focus on death and dying too much but uh, we have some we have a few things a couple of uh, legendary people passed away Uh, And then we have a big um, anniversary of a death John Lennon murdered 40 years ago today, 40 years ago, 40 (laughs) years ago.
4: And the things like that. And there are things that listen. And and in a way, we're going to get to honor two amazing people. Uh, Yeah. Where do you want to
0: begin here? Do you want to let's
4: let's do let's let's and let's start with uh, Lennon. Okay. You know, because it is the anniversary and then and then crescendo with uh, Yeager. Okay, so uh, yeah, it was uh, 40 not that anyone is that, yeah, but uh, you know, just the pacing, right?
0: Uh, so it was uh, forty years ago that yeah, John Lennon was uh, was was shot and killed. I remember it very clearly. I was in bed, fading off to sleep. I always slept with the radio on back then, likewise, and the station that I listened to out of St. Louis, kc ninety five, broke the news to me, and I was like, "Did I just hear that?" Yeah, Uh, And I was a kid, so I I didn't, you know, stay up all night or anything like that. But I did listen for a while, and I was, and the next morning I woke up just all confused and everything. And then I got more of the story, and everything was weird at school that day. You know, I just
4: remember those things. You remember it. I remember every second, every visual, every sound, the whole thing. Massive Beatle fan, as were you. And I remember there was a show. I think we were. I think it was Lou Grant on CBS at the time. It was the uh, dramatic version of the character that Ed Asner played on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. I think that was it. Anyway, they broke into it on TV to to mention this, and and then they, you know, obviously went live from the uh, the Dakota outside the Dakota, and uh, they were getting this information. And then I went up to bed, Preston, and put on WNEW, which was sort of a sister station to MMR mm-hmm. here. In New York, and then I stayed with that, and I, I mean, I, I I almost stayed up all the way through the night. I mean, I was so, uh, I just didn't know what to make. It's like, how could, you thought, well, the Beatles are going to live forever. I mean, you know, there,
0: and and not only that, John's mission was peace and love. yeah. And that's that's what the music focused on. And, and he was like, on a career high at that time. Well, yeah, they had it, he had just released in November his yeah. his comeback album. He had he had stopped for five years. He quit. He yeah. went on like a, a recharge. He seemed
4: really back in possession of
0: himself, and
4: was on a right path.
0: Yep. So, Double Fantasy came out on November seventeenth. So they were still promoting the album. Uh, the only song that had been released at that point in time, I think, was uh, Starting Over. And of course, there were other great songs like Woman and Beautiful Boy and yeah. Watching the Wheels that came out of that. But Starting Over was out. And um, yeah, uh, they were here, here's the story. He was, they returned home. He and Yoko had returned home from their apartment or to their apartment building, the Dakota, Manhattan Central West, Park West. They had spent the evening at the uh, record plant East recording some studio stuff. And uh, Mark David Chapman, who had been stalking Lennon for several days, had received an autograph from John earlier that evening. Laid him wait for his return. Uh, Chapman, who had been living in Honolulu at the time, made an unsuccessful trip to New York the previous October with the intent of killing John, but he couldn't find him. Uh, Lennon and Yoko returned to the studio. It was 10.50 p.m. Their limousine dropped them off in the front of the building on 72nd. Rather than pulling, like, there's a courtyard they could pull into and and come in quietly and and not have to interact with anybody. Um, But as they were walking by, Chapman called out Mr. Lennon, and then he shot he Five times, and four of the bullets entered uh, Lennon's back and neck. And uh, officers were quick on the scene. They arrested Chapman. Uh, they got Lennon in a squad car. They didn't wait for a hospital. Yeah. They took him to Roosevelt Hospital. Doctors worked on him, and and they just said that his it was his um, uh, his veins or, or his his essentially his circulatory system was shot. Right, he was just he bled internally. They, right, there was nothing they could do for him. Um, the news was broken by a reporter. Uh, from New York's uh, WABC, who just happened to be in the same emergency room, he had had a motorcycle accident, so the news got out immediately. Yeah, and then it made its way to Monday Night Football, and Howard Cosell um, was in the booth. Who who was on with Howard Cosell? Don Meredith. Was it Don Meredith? I and, think so. And it was uh, Frank. Griff- it, was Frank Griff- yeah, it was Frank Gifford. Yeah, it was Frank Gifford. that he talks to, and we have audio. They had a quick discussion. Can I have it before? Uh, yeah, the discussion. This is off air. They had gotten word, you know, from the network that that John Lennon was killed. So they're in the middle of Monday Night Football. This is football, man. Yeah, it's you know, yeah. it's a good time. This is, you know, right. And so they have a quick discussion, and this was recorded of them talking about whether or not they can handle uh, reporting this news right then and there. And this is uh, he and uh, Frank talking.
5: He was shot outside his apartment a the. Dakota-
1: That news flash, can you? Absolutely, I can see it. You,
5: you can? You betcha. Right? We've got All to. Right. If we know it, we've got to do it. All right. I don't, don't hang on. It. It's a tragic moment. And All right. This is going to shake up the whole world. All right. I will get it in. Let
1: Gifford call this play, and
0: then I'll get it in. So, you know, Frank. Uh, Frank's like, yeah, dude, we got, we have to do this. And, but I understand Howard's conundrum because he's like, how do I break it in the middle of this game and then go back to the game after, you know, saying that? But so understand, he's a pro. He's a pro. He yeah,
4: did and understand at this time, it's not like there were a multitude of cable news channels that were carrying this story. There were just a few conduits to get this information out. That was it. And so Gifford made the right call. And But uh, Costell, such a pro... Because he's saying, you know, he's thinking of all the ramifications, yeah. but you cannot. Yeah. Find this out and not report it.
0: Yep. So this is uh, this is when they, they are able to make the announcement.
5: Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, Dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty
1: round we have to take. Frank? Indeed it is.
0: So they got it out there. John was was on with Cosell one time on Monday yes. Night Football. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You know, he lived in New York. His attitude a toupee. And they, they had him on, and it was, it was neat. It was really cool. So, um, but i just remember how you know it 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 messed with my head and and like immediately people started showing up in central park and and candles and yes. playing music and uh are there any other examples of <clears throat> somebody like that being killed that way
6: I, I mean, you know there have been tragic deaths and and uh early deaths um you know the the 27 year old club and things like that but you're it, talking about like pop culture like I mean, murders selena obviously was
0: murdered yeah, yeah but, that's but, like prior in the realm
6: to, prior to john lennon I,
0: Right, I just can't think of anything like that. Especially to somebody of that magnitude. I mean, the top of the top as far as famous musicians or entertainers go. I mean, you have like the day the music died, right? Right, but Um, but that wasn't murder. murder, Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was an accident, and and also somebody whose mission, even though John had a, you know, he he didn't live a, a squeaky clean life. No. But but his message that he was pushing is peace and love and let's all get along. And then somebody shoots and murders. That's what just blew my mind away. Was just like, and I, 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 why him? And in classic sociopathic fashion, Mark David Chapman was a fan. He was obsessed with
4: him. He was obsessed with him. He,
0: in, in fact, there, there were uh, stories of him like signing a hotel register yes as john lennon and he w- to tried to fashion himself to kind of look like john as well this
4: happens often though where the object uh, of
0: your your fascination the object
4: of your desire the object of your focus Becomes the thing you must vanquish, the thing you must kill. Happened with Jodie Foster and
0: and uh, Hinckley. Same yeah. thing. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Selena, there's a new um, yes, show a coming series, yeah, uh, which looks very interesting, and it's going to focus on the woman, that woman who was a fan. She, she hired ran her fan club, yes, and Crazy. then she started uh,
4: at, um, uh, skimming
0: money. Uh, of course, locally here in Philadelphia, the news was broken on MMR, and it was. Um, uh, I believe it was... Um, Michael Tearson. Tearson, yeah, who was on air, and, and they were doing a musical tribute, and he broke in, and we have this uh, this clip of that.
10: If, if you've just tuned in somehow, and you're wondering what, what the hell is going on, John Lennon is dead. What police describe as a local screwball, uh, evidently shot him three times. He died shortly after arriving at Roosevelt Hospital in New
5: York City tonight. It happened right on the street in front of the Dakota. That's about all of it, isn't it? Yeah, that's about all we have. We have no name yet, do we? Local Screwball. Local Screwball.
10: I have something I'll tell you later, but I have a very strange... Anyway, so we're playing John Lennon and Beatle music. That's I guess the only thing that I can see is right, going right back to the beginning here.
0: Wow. WMMR. Uh, people are texting in, uh, you remember Dimebag Daryl, he was murdered oh, on stage. He was stage. murdered on stage, that's right. At a show. Now, that, obviously, very, very tragic, and in the metal world, a big name, but mm-hmm. as far as, you know... Worldwide. Worldwide, just, you know, John Lennon was... Yeah. Uh, as, ...as big as you could possibly yeah. get, and, and there have been other tragic moments that have happened, uh, and people are texting in, actually, that, um... George was almost murdered one night. Somebody broke into his house oh, yep. yep. and kind of held him hostage for, a, or, or not hostage, I think it was at Knife Point. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah, I do remember uh, he, this. He was nearly murdered as well, so let's try to, I don't, I don't know what gets into, uh, you know, obviously they're unhinged for a reason, uh, people that, that murder, but I, I just, I'm blown away that it was 40 years ago. John would have been 80, his birthday. 80. Uh, he, he was 40 years old when when he was killed, so... Um, that's, that's terribly tragic. Um, so obviously, uh, we're going to do some, I would imagine, uh, some musical tributes, uh, today, uh, to just, uh, acknowledge that. Um, a couple of other things, and, and, and we'll go back to a local, uh, name, uh, but seven-time All-Star Philly, Dick Allen, uh, passed away. Um, and he was a badass. Now, not growing up here, I was not familiar with his, um, his legend, and uh, the, the Phils had posted a, a nice tribute to him, but I was reading a little bit more about him, and the guy was a badass, man. He was like this close to being, he was one of the all-time greats, but he he, he was not, he was never elected into the Hall of Fame, uh, from what I understand. Do we, um,
6: do we know why this is the case? Because he was black? I mean, yeah. there, there was so much racism in the city at the time that it had a lot to do with uh, well, the struggles that he had in his career.
0: No, Nick, I was reading a little bit more into it, and the reason that the writers may have not considered him is because he was also known to be um, a bit—where um, where is this? It's, it, it described it pretty well here. Um, his battle was clearly impacted by some of the off-field baggage he had accumulated as a player. As a young player, Allen was occasionally rebellious and insubordinate— He battled with teammates and managers and was a target for fans. Uh, He tried to force a trade from Philadelphia by, and I'd never heard of this, writing messages in the dirt around first base yeah, oh and Connie God. Mack. And a lot of that came from uh, the yes. way that he was treated. and Exactly. And so
6: uh, they retired his number. The Phillies retired his number this year in an honor that they almost always have bestowed for people who were in the uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame. But they gave it to Dick Allen because he deserved it, uh, and they made sure that that happened. And fortunately, uh, he was alive in order to, to see that. Yes. They were going to actually honor him this upcoming season with fans in attendance. You know, it was a subdued, a subdued ceremony this past year, um, because obviously nobody was there. Right. Uh, but, uh, he got to have his number retired. He got to be alive to see that happen. I got to believe
0: they're eventually going to induct him into the Hall of Fame, right? Probably. There are a lot of guys that get in posthumously, and, uh, he definitely deserves it. I mean, there's nothing, there's not like a, a Pete Rose level. Um,
4: no, you know, no, it's nothing no, like no, no, no. no infraction that would prohibit him otherwise from being in the hall of fame.
0: But here's, here's some info on him. He, uh, he spent nine of his 15 seasons with the Phillies represented the club three times as an all-star hit 204 of his three hundred two hundred and four of his 351 career home runs with the Phils, And he swung a bat so big it was 40 ounces or more in some seasons uh, that teammates thought that it was a weighted bat used for warmups, <laughs> and he was an imposing-looking guy too. Man, he just he he looked he looked like a jock, you know. Um, and he he hit all these records. He hit uh, 317 with 25 doubles, 10 triples, 40 homers in 1966. He was only behind Roberto Clemente, Sandy Koufax, and Willie Mays. I mean, the biggest names, yeah. that you think of and he was just a smidge behind him so how you know uh, i'm up in new york how how is that
6: unfamiliar to me i you know it, it, I'll it's, tell you why. Why. it's i you why i mean it, listen it's it's racism in this city you know and, and there was uh, there were a lot of people who loved dick allen for the incredible ball player that he was but he was um he was not given the spotlight that he deserved because of the color of his skin and and philly had a really long history especially in baseball of um they were the last team in the national league to have a black player on the on the uh, roster okay. um, th- it was really tough in this town for a long time, and he was. It was during an era in Philadelphia where race was a serious issue, so um, that's why, Steve. You know, if he had played for the Yankees, if he had played for the Dodgers or the the forty uh, the, not the 49ers, the Giants in San Francisco, you know, he was on the level of Willie Mays and and some of the greatest ballplayers huh. of all time. But because he was in Philly, uh, his um, you know it, he his was career was suppressed a little. bit. It was not not a little bit, a lot. Okay, and um, and I'm really glad that the team came around and gave him the honor that he deserved. Um, because he did not get that recognition while he was playing ball here.
0: In fact, he's the first African American to have his number retired by the Phils. Yeah. Um, so uh, wow. So he, uh, I'm not sure where he where home was f- for him in uh, his last years, but he was uh, 78 years old and uh, just passed uh, yesterday. Um, so I'd imagine we'll see some more tributes uh, to Dick Allen coming yes. up, and then another uh, huge name, um, Chuck Hager, passed away. Towering. Yeah. Towering hero. Uh, just unbelievable. Uh, you know,
4: I, <laughs> it's one of those, ones again, where you just always assume, well, he's, yeah, you know, he's 97, but you're like these larger-than-life people, these heroes, it's like, oh, they just keep going. You know, of course, we all, the clock runs out eventually, but it still right. caught me by surprise. Even at his advanced age, you just figure this guy's just never going to stop.
0: I, I guess I had kind of... Uh... Confused him with John Glenn, because I thought he had passed. Had passed already? already? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And John died several years ago. But, uh, yeah, he was 97 years old. His wife, Victoria, announced his death on Twitter on Monday. Uh, Started his career in World War II. He was a private in the United States uh, Army Air Forces. Um, And uh, as you were saying, Steve, he had uh, 11 confirmed uh, kills. 11 enemy aircraft becoming an ace during
4: World War uh, II. also went to do the same thing fought in the Vietnam war. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep, he But he um, he was that he was of that breed, those test pilots, those legendary test pilots. When you talk about basically putting your pants belt around a bomb
0: and flying into the sky, that's what he was doing. Um yeah, it was uh it was well before he was in in Vietnam, mind yep. you. So he he was already a uh uh, a celebrity before he went back to war, but yeah, he became a test pilot after World War II, uh, and then he got on board with the Bell X One. He had, he had shown, he, I think, he started off in, in the engineering side of things, and, but they they had started to see how uh, talented he was at, as a pilot, and they started hiring him for air shows and things like that in their demo teams. Yeah, and uh, then he got on board as a test pilot, and he flew the Bell X One. Altitude of forty-five thousand feet and became the first human to officially break the sound barrier. There's a um, there's a great depiction in the movie
4: The Right Stuff, which is The Right Stuff itself means all of the the people who are associated with the space program. But most uh, perfectly, Chuck Yeager, where uh, they are at a bar, and a number of test pilots had attempted to do this, and it did not end well with them trying to break the sound barrier. It was considered almost near near suicide. And so some of the Air Force guys are there, and it's a scene that, uh, you know, Jaeger's sitting with his buddies at a table, and so they're kind of looking at him, and they eye him up, and uh, one of the uh, uh, officers goes over to ask Jaeger, sort of, let's give it a shot. Uh, do we have that, that clip, that audio clip, Case? Uh, yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. With all four rockets fired That's no. a, That's actual real footage. Right? Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, is
3: it this one? Uh, let's see.
1: Hey there, Jaeger. Yes, yeah. yeah. sir. We were just talking to uh, Slick here about the sound barrier. Is that right? And we feel that the X-1 is ready to have a go at it. We think the X-1's got the answer to go beyond Mach 1. If
0: there, there is isn't. any beyond. So what do you think, Ed?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, half these engineers never been off the ground, you know. I mean, they're liable to tell you that the sound barrier's a brick wall in the sky. It'll rip your ears off if you try to go through it. If you ask me, I don't believe the damn thing even exists. Waitress, a drink from Mr. Yeager here. No, thanks, I got one. So, do you think you want to have a go at it? I might. But uh, since, as you say, this sound barrier doesn't really exist, uh, how, much, how much you got? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. The Air Force is paying me already. Ain't that right, sir? <laughs> well, sure, Yeager, but... So when do we go? Well, how about tomorrow morning? I'll be there. There you go.
4: Wow. There you go. <laughs> and Jaeger was, of course, the consultant he himself. Oh, okay. on the movie so he was there and um that's how it played out
0: he has a bit role in it i he didn't know that AM.
4: you remember it i don't know mm. but i remember that he was in the movie
0: yeah he plays uh i think a bartender <laughs> um here's a clip of the actual newsreel uh case if you have that yep all right here we go
12: with all four rockets firing jaeger climbs to fifty-six thousand feet in less than two minutes And he does it, the first human to crack the sound barrier.
0: Well, then once once they were able to do that, then the engineers were able to figure out how they could um, push it even further. Yes, and what the limitations of the aircraft were, and how they would change it aerodynamically, and and you know, and and power and everything everything involved. And then they just started cranking out records left. And then you had like Scott Crossfield and all these other big names that would pop. Then up. Then Mach Two. Uh,
4: yep. so yeah, they,
0: yeah. there's a great scene in
4: the movie. It's in the book. It's 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 history. But they hear the sonic boom, and they think the the, the they think it's detonated. Uh, they, they're, oh, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. okay, I, I guess that's over." And no, he's he's still going. Uh, and that you know it's just part and parcel of that that lifestyle. But uh, yeah, the, the 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 legend and lore surrounding it too, where he had he had injured his arm, he had his rig a method of closing the hatch on it. They, it was dropped from another plane, and then the the rockets engaged. Uh, all of this stuff—that's just the essence of badassery. Yeah, press. When you flew with the
3: Blue Angels, did you do uh, Mach one or oh, yeah. over Mach one? Yeah, okay. we broke
0: sound barrier. It yeah. was cool, and nothing happens. No, I mean, you uh, can't hear it. All no, the sounds no. behind you. Yeah, well, yeah. He just uh, uh, the the pilot was was uh, counting off the 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 speed, and he's like, "There you go, we broke sound barrier." And I looked down, because we were over the ocean, and, uh, and, you know, uh, because, you know, nothing, it just, nothing seemed different. Did
3: you have another plane with you, or were you you solo? No, luggage (laughs) plane? But there was no luggage
0: plane. I didn't take anything with me. I had to carry on. Um, But anyhow, um, I looked down, and I saw a a boat down on the water. I said, did they hear that? And he goes, yeah, yeah, they heard that. They heard it? Yeah. So um, there's a boom that definitely takes place. Okay, well... Why is there just a boom? I don't understand the physics behind that. I've read it and had it explained to me, and I still don't quite get it, but it happens. Okay. It just, it's, it's one of nature's little thingies.
4: <laughs> if you get a chance, either read the right stuff or watch the new series that's on, or I would recommend watching the Philip Kaufman movie. It's about three hours. It is sensational. And you get a great feeling for the early astronauts and for Chuck Yeager. Hey, is there a solo film on just Yeager? No. I'd like to see that. No, uh, if there is, I'm not. I'm unaware of because it because
0: he did. You know, they they show just a bit yeah. of his life. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to see the whole thing. I'd I like s- to see his World War II, uh, you know, and and uh, Vietnam and 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 all that other stuff. N- that, maybe that, now that will sort of light the yeah, fire. Yeah. Did he
6: ever go into space?
0: no he okay. uh he creased the envelope a little That's bit
6: right. in the yeah. movie they show that right yeah no yeah. No, 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 nope. no 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 Who's no 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 he
0: he crashed, uh, but he was not he was never in the x one he was never in an aircraft uh that could get up to that because it's completely okay. different you you have to burn a different type of fuel uh to to go beyond the atmosphere uh so but at the end was... of the,
4: at the end of the movie where he's going up, he is just at the edge of it, correct. Don't think so.
0: Uh, that's no. the way
4: they depict it in the movie. Like it, it's not weightlessness, but it's right. He he gets that. I I mean that's
3: really there's there's only a few moments of that movie that I remember, and that is one of them. I don't. He just he, he keeps going higher and higher right, and higher right, and, higher, right, right. and yeah. higher. I don't know how. I far I mean they he were actually, going for
0: altitude records, but I don't right. think he went beyond um, or into what they consider low Earth orbit. Right, right, space, right. So. right. Uh, but anyhow, he was. Unbelievable! Um, hang on a second. This guy ran into him one time. Let me go to David. Hey, David. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? This is um, uh, the mid '80s, probably three or four years after the right stuff, and I was in an Eddie Bauer in
5: Georgetown, and the, I was standing there at the counter. The woman behind the counter hung up the phone,
12: and so, as she was hanging up the phone, she said, "Yeah, right." And I'm Sally Ride, <laughs> and she said, "Yes, yeah, some." She said, "Yes, yeah, some dude said he was." Chuck Yeager
0: and he was coming into the store. He was in the in the area, and sure enough, like five minutes later, Chuck Yeager walks in in his mm-hmm. flight jacket, and the whole deal is signing signing autographs and talking
4: to
5: people. It was unbelievable.
4: That is wow. wild. So was 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 it like an appearance, or was he was did he, he just like have, to hang at Eddie Bauer?
10: No, I, I guess he was in town for some reason, and he was happening to be like in the area, and he called up, and he walked right in the door.
0: by himself, huh? Did you did you get an autograph or anything? I did. Yes, I did. Wow! Did.
4: Wow! Eddie
0: Bauer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow,
8: that is so, that is really
5: cool.
4: That is awesome. That's nice. almost yeah.
3: like as cool as when I met Abe Vigoda at a uh, same thing gas station. at a gas station. Yeah.
0: Mr. Abe Vigoda. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Right, and I'm you Hal really... Linden.
0: <laughs>
11: Thanks, David.
0: <laughs> That's a cool story, man. <laughs> Uh, well, he is. Um, I'm. I'm wondering if there. I didn't see read anything about uh, funeral arrangements, but I. I would. This imagine, has to be a
4: national level
0: thing. Well, I would think. I would think um, uh, that they were burying him at Arlington, right? Being you would a, have to. Yeah, uh, if
4: anyone has deserved uh, an American hero a, yeah, like yeah. that
0: in military service, uh, he's survived by Victoria and his four children uh, with his. First wife, uh, Glennis Yeager, who died in 1990. So, oh. uh, but yeah, true American hero, man. What what a life. Yeah,
6: is that yeah. who we named the plane after? Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sad news, man. And it's listen. There's a yeah. um, you know, there's a few things that we need to acknowledge today. So we had to take a chance or, or take a moment and uh, do that stuff. So For
4: rich, rich lives. I mean, you know, yeah. all, all things. I mean, even sadly, John Lennon's cut short at the early age. But what a life.
0: Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come back in just a moment. We have a few guests who are going to be joining us today. We will talk to Louis Gossett, Jr. Jr. He has lived a full life as well. He sure has. And we also have uh, Gabriel Iglesias, who will be on the program. Stay with us. We've got the B-File coming up next, friend.
7: Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat for all you halloween heads hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks they'll get you right in the spirit and work nicely if you're one of those this is my costume kind of people plus gift cards t-shirts hats and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything the rock shop at wmmr.com everything that rocks your wardrobe and more
0: Look at this uh, photo that Marissa had posted on, and, and yeah, on, the, on this dry race board on the walls is just what each jock had going on. It says, Eagle Eye Cherry tickets. Yes. Better than Ezra tickets. And you can see we have done the word of the week for over 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it says here an S and a T. So clearly this was taken on a Tuesday.
4: What does it say to the right of that line? I can't see because it was glare. <sighs> it it says uh,
0: guest Matt and Trey. Ah. Um, so we would have had you know what? I, I have the picture. Matt Stone um, and Trey Parker. And then I guess the prize, it says... Trap Night, Trip Night, something like that. I uh, can't see what it says.
3: I had to crop that. So let me, um, let me go grab the
4: picture and see if there I can g- glean any more
3: information. What we were giving away for the yeah. World of yeah. week? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, all
4: right. Um, I bet you it was the original Scorpion King. Maybe it was back then. That <laughs> number
0: nine. All right, so you can take a look at our Instagram account if you'd like to see a little throwback. The picture of me and Casey and Marilyn Russell, who was on the show at the time. And yes, that was a good. uh... Sixty or seventy pounds heavier at that time. Well, it's not a flattering way that you're si- You're just looking off to the side. And you're not. I didn't have any flattering <laughs> angles at that point. So, all right, uh, we're going to do the bizarre file. So here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's
1: bizarre, bizarre. 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 bizarre.
0: file. Brought to you by AutoPartsExpert.com. Hard to find brand name parts available same day. We'll start with this. Tulsa police said two people are now in jail after a chase on Saturday night led to a crash. And here's what happened. Police officer, uh, police said um, an officer was near East 21st Street and Memorial Drive and the officer turned on their lights and sirens to go help another officer when a truck that was driving, in, in, and so he turns on the lights and then the truck that was driving in front of him took off instead of moving over to allow the officer to pass. He was going to go somewhere else.
4: I don't think he understands what's going on.
0: So he took off. The driver Uh then led police on a short chase through a field before crashing into a fence and a tree outside of a nursing home. Police said the driver of the vehicle ran from the scene, leaving two women behind inside the truck. Officers found the driver, who they identified as Tyler Smithy. Police said that there was a warrant out for Smithy in connection to a shooting with intent to kill. Uh Uh-huh. I was uh, hoping you wouldn't follow me back to my meth lab. Uh, police said one of the women, uh, Lachie Birch, was arrested on a complaint of harboring a fugitive for trying to help Smithy escape after police said she lied to officers about his name. Uh, Birch also had a warrant out for her arrest in Texas as well. If they just had it moved to the side. But they thought they thought the cop was, <laughs> We're there. Yeah. was the, going to get him. And it's he, like
4: He wasn't. It's like that scene in Cheech and Chong where the cops, the lights go on behind them and they start eating all their stash and <laughs> yeah, right. the cop
0: car just passes by them. Uh, Both are currently booked into the Tulsa County Jail. (laughs) A jogger from Australia was attacked by a kangaroo on Saturday in the Melbourne suburb of Beaconsfield. The woman, Tracy Noonan, tells local media she thinks the attack had something to do with her Sarah Jessica Parker perfume that she Uh, spritzed on right before leaving for her morning run. So the kangaroo thought she was a horse. She says that she often sees kangaroos from afar on her jogs, uh, but this particular one followed her and even jumped three fences to get closer to her. As she turned to flee, the kangaroo hit her in the back, causing her to fall to the ground. She said that she then stood up and slowly inched away, managing to distract the animal long enough to find safety inside a stranger's home. Those suckers but, will kick the crap out of you. But then the kangaroo hung around for over an hour, waiting for her to leave.
3: I'm the big Sex in the City fan. A
0: <laughs> local park ranger informed Noonan that it might have been her perfume that caused such an intense interest from the kangaroo. Hmm. A Taiwanese man, who attempted to convince his wife that his PlayStation Five was an air purifier was reportedly forced to sell the device after she divorced. Uh, I'm sorry, discovered the ruse. Uh, I, I can believe this because the, it does look a little air purifier-ish. Uh, Jin Woo posted on Facebook that he purchased the gaming console secondhand. The PS Five has been highly coveted since its release last month. Wu said that the reseller hey, that he spoke with turned out to be the wife of the original owner. Wu wrote that, that the price was extremely affordable, especially considering the console has been sold out in many stores, and the woman was eager to sell it to him. When he went to pick it up, uh, he met the woman's husband, who explained that he was forced to sell the gaming console <laughs> after his wife realized it was not an air purifier, as he had told her. How long do you think he could pull off that ruse when he's sitting there playing the air purifier? Yep. Wu said the man seemed bitter, by the way. A 28-year-old man found dead in a wooded area in rural Texas was killed by a wild animal, possibly a mountain lion, the oh, sheriff's man. office has said. Yeah, that uh, uh, the deputy found Christopher Allen Whitley's body on Thursday, a day after he was missing. The sheriff's office said that the medical examiner's office conducted an autopsy, issued a preliminary finding that an animal attacked and killed Whitley, uh, Texas game wardens. And the U.S. Department of Agriculture trapper with expertise in tracking and removing mountain lions were trying to locate the animal. Authorities warned residents in the area to be mindful of their surroundings and keep children and animals keep children and animals inside at night, which is when mountain lions primarily hunt. There are rarely confirmed sightings of mountain lions in North Texas, but the state's Parks and Wildlife Department on Tuesday said this biologist had verified a sighting on private property in uh, a Dallas suburb. So they're telling people to watch out, be careful. A Portland woman suffered a shoulder injury after falling into a 5-foot fumarole on Mount Hood on Friday. What's a fumarole? It is basically a volcanic vent. Oh yes, I she know she what it is. fell yes. down into Caroline Sandbomb fell into the opening, which emits steam and volcanic gases in the Devil's Kitchen area of the mountain. Oh, jeez. Uh, she said it was covered in snow, seemed like a safe spot in the Devil's Kitchen area when she set her pack down to rest. I'm just going to sit here. Uh, she was waiting for her husband and friend to return from the summit so that they could all ski back down together. She said, I sat on my pack, and then it all came out from underneath me. Uh, she fell about five feet and slid down some more. <laughs> And, and Now, five feet doesn't sound like much, but if you fall into a hole that's five yes. feet deep and then a little further, you can you can get trapped yes. down in there. Uh, so uh, she fell about five feet, slid down some more. The impact dislocated her shoulder. A climber in the area saw her sit down on her pack uh, and rest. A few minutes later, he noticed she had disappeared. The climber then realized that there was a hole where Sandbaum had been sitting. She said he heard me. He sort of yelled at me to see how I was doing, asked me if I was breathing. I said I was breathing and he said, hang tight, I need to get a rope and anchor myself in. The climber was able to hoist Do her. Do your jet
4: still work? Out... <laughs> Why are you asking?
0: I need to know. Uh, he was able to hoist her out of the hole with a rope. Uh, it's un- it, She said, it's fortunate another climber witnessed the incident. It would have been extremely difficult to uh, locate me otherwise. And the air inside of uh, fumaroles can be toxic, by the way, potentially deadly. They smell like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Parker's perfume. That's uh, not bad. The extent of her shoulder injury is unknown, and with help, she was able to make her way to the Palmer lift. Coordinators arrived and established a command post. A snowcat was sent to her to the top of the Palmer lift, and they brought her down from the mountain. So she's doing okay, but that was scary. Uh, And this, speaking of scary, uh, the Internet wants nothing to do with this. A woman recently shared a video on Twitter of her sister's new house. The post reads, my sister moved into a new house and found this in the wall of her basement. And oh, it shows a doll face with a missing eye dried into the cement wall. <laughs> oh, God. Lots of people were freaked out by the find saying that the sister should definitely move out. But one person wrote those are called cellar babies in the late 60s and early 70s. It was a trend in both New York City and California to embed doll parts in the walls of your house. Cellar Wait, babies? Including basements.
2: That, okay, that's so weird. Uh, so a friend of mine lives on a farm in Upper Black Addie and in their barn. Now, it wasn't the basement, but it's like beneath the barn, basically. Right. They found these statues in the wall of this barn when they were redoing oh. it, and it was a naked family.
4: A and naked, statues of a naked family? Statues of
2: a naked family, kids. Uh, there was like a naked baby on a dad's shoulder. Like it was very bizarre. That's
0: messed stop. Yeah. Nick, can you, I'm curious to see this. If someone could do a search. Cellar baby. On cellar babies. Uh, they said that it All was. All the
4: kids love cellar babies.
0: Sometimes items of these uh, as well, including newspaper clippings and sometimes cash would be embedded in uh the walls. So we're looking at a, time. looking at a couple of pictures. That's disturbing looking. Oh my oh, god.
2: Really weird. And that's that's different than what my oh friend my had. God. Hers was a full statue.
4: Okay. A full statue embedded in the wall. That's that's right up with the poop knife.
0: Pretty wild, man. That's mm. uh cellar that's babies. Kind of intriguing. Hmm. Wow. Okay. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Yes, right. Casey. I
3: have uh, some uh, historical updates uh, this on, on this picture uh, that we posted uh, from Y100. And this was, a, it seems to be back in January of 1999. <laughs> Um, wow! So I want to die. At the time, Leanne <laughs> Curtis, I believe, was playing that Boz Lerman song. Yes. Oh, sunscreen. <laughs> sunscreen. sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. We, what we thought uh, were guests on the show coming up, uh, we thought were Matt and Trey. It yeah. was not Matt and Trey. It was actually Matt Geiger was one guest. Oh, from the the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And then the other guest, completely separate, was a gentleman named Trevor O'Driscoll. I had to look that name up because I was like, "Is that an actor?" Yeah. Trevor O'Driscoll was a guy who won a pub from Guinness uh, back in like 1997 98 something like that remember when uh, Guinness did the Irish pub giveaway so he is a guy who went to brown university and at some point <laughs> won a pub from wow. uh from Guinness it
0: Guinness to- and in anticipation of us getting ready to take a trip to Ireland cuz we did it twice it was uh, amazing for the Windy your pub uh in Ireland yes. which was so, amazing
4: now that was one of the greatest <laughs> things i mean honestly we were you know we were trying to eke out any sort of success with the with the morning show but that that trip Guinness gave away the keys to an active yep. pub. Yeah. Uh, and th- these weren't dump pubs. These were, you know, they, they uh, built-in yeah. business and clientele, and you the, you could move and, and change your life, yeah. and people did it. I wonder how Trevor O'Driscoll's
3: doing these days. I don't know. In Good Ireland. question. Uh, so this was, uh, so if yesterday was my 22nd work anniversary, this is basically less than two months after you guys had hired me full-time. Uh, the Word of the Week prize.
4: <sighs> so had, I wasn't on the show yet. Uh, no, 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 you were. I
3: was I on the show before you as started. an intern you started in May i believe Mayish okay of uh 98 all right yeah, okay, so yeah, you were you yeah, were approaching yeah. your actually was approaching their 1 year anniversary now the word of the week prize that week i'm Barely certain that it it is a trip to see Bare Naked Ladies perform uh, at Saturday Night Live. Uh, Saturday ah, Night Live. That's a good project. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I
4: remember my my whole impetus for wanting to join the show as it existed with you, Preston and Marilyn, is that I had hopes of getting Eagle Eye Cherry tickets. Ah, <laughs> well, we could have said
11: you Yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah. And... It was
4: Bare Naked Ladies performing, and
3: Gwyneth Paltrow
6: was the host. Wow, that's a good one. Uh huh. I remember that episode uh, <laughs> because Ben Affleck was uh, in the yes. audience. And uh, Gwyneth came out with a, and was speaking in a British accent because she had done so many movies in a row where uh, she played a Brit. And so Ben was like, uh, you don't really have a British accent. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we used to date, remember? It was yeah. a really
3: funny exchange. Yeah, it Ooh. says Ben Affleck cameoed in Paltrow's opening monologue. There we go. So.
6: That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, so that- this was at media? That was uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. was media okay. in yep. that
3: bizarre
4: studio, mm.
6: wow.
3: that bizarre uh, epic studio. I have, I still have dreams about that studio. I oh really, yeah, yeah. I, I, I,
4: I will, and you know what? I o- always have fond memories of how uh, uh, just improbable that there, there was a window to an to Baltimore Pike. Yeah. Where you, if it was open, you could hear traffic going by all the time.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the good old days. Good time. Uh, So that's on our Instagram account if you want to take a look at that. And there's also a video of Kathy doing the but be, uh, be Aggressive
8: <laughs> cheer
0: this morning on the floor of our studio, of this studio, of the Preston and Steve studio. So uh, those are available on our Instagram account. All right, we've got to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget to Louis Gossett Jr. joining us this morning as well as Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, we'll be right back. Oh, and thank you. I want to do a quick thank you to our friends from uh, Dieton Watson. And uh, also, uh, the Real Philly delis like Foresta's Market in Phoenixville. They're open for takeout, taste, four generations of family recipes made with love. And share your support for local business, realphillydeli.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Like what you hear? You can see it,
5: too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together, and that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock, and that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme aisles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors.
5: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Thank you to uh, Foresta's Market uh, and and Watson for bringing some goodies by here. They've been feeding Phoenixville residents since 1934, and their constant quest for quality and continued community involvement has been passed down for generations of the Foresta family. So Annabelle eats. Annabelle there. loves them. Uh Phoenixville is one of those. Uh, Beautiful towns in the holiday season. Like oh, my God. You mentioned Chestnut Hill the other day. Gorgeous. Yeah, and I, I love these uh, these towns uh, that, uh, as you drive through their their main business areas, I know mm-hmm. Lansdale does a whole lot of really cool decorations as well. I'm just naming the ones that are out by me that I go through. Um, but uh, but I love seeing it. It does, uh, does get you in, in the mood. The li- yes. Light. Listen, yeah, I've noticed in
4: my neighborhood, I'm sure you've all noticed, a more robust approach to decorating. I saw over this weekend, I saw more cars with trees on them earlier than you usually see. Yeah. You know, people purchasing their trees, the lots, the tree lots near me. People going and get them. I think they just want to have something that's going to take their mind off that stuff and give you some of that holiday spirit.
3: I know that um, down the shore, apparently Ocean City does like a really, really great Christmas light display all up on the the boardwalk and everything. All Uh, up in that. All up in that shiz. Um, but then down in uh, Wildwood, and obviously Cape uh, May is really beautiful as well, but Wildwood Crest are you- uh, by Sunset Lake, they have like all the lights put up. I are love you going to be down for their, there for the holidays? Uh, I'll probably make a, a stop down there for a few days. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so,
2: Conchhocken is like another one of those little towns that decorates, it looks really nice, but you know, they've put up those new buildings right over the Fayette Street Bridge. Oh, That's yeah. right. And it like kind of blocks. Does and, it? And takes away from that small mm. town, Main Street feel. Yeah. Mm. I mean, once you pass it, you still get the same feeling, but I like when I pull in now, I'm like, oh my God, look at these big buildings.
4: Those, those like on Main Street, Manning, they I haven't been down there in a while, I'm going down there today actually, but... They had a, a tree at the end of the block that was really nice, the, the main drag there, those little flourishes where they put the, the, the you know, the decorative uh, baskets up on the poles and all that stuff. Yeah. It means a lot. I like
2: that. Wait, where are you going today?
4: Uh, I'm, Do I'm you want to say ahead. or no? Winnie's. Yeah, oh, going
2: All right, okay. Pick up takeout. There's a holiday activity there. I'm gonna, oh, is there? Yeah, I'm not going to say anything well, right now. Know. Um because uh Because I want to check it out. More. Holiday okay. activities. But I'll update you uh, next
0: week. <laughs> holiday activity where? In Maniunk. Um, Maniunk. Oh, okay. Holiday activity. Uh, by the way... A Holiday Activities? S- yeah. Saw this. <laughs> Holiday Activities! Uh, there's something about an article about putting your lights on vertically, on your tree oh. this year. Now, I've not seen photos of yeah, this. Satan worshippers do that. Uh, but it's an, it's an idea that's gaining momentum on social media, Steve, so I guess Satan worshippers are all the rage. We tried it one year. You did? Yeah, I just didn't
4: like it. Nope. No? Nah. Okay. It, because what happens is you get... It, you... I like a lot of lights, right? I like that mother lit up. I want it visible from space. And so, um to do that, that configuration requires because I don't want big gaps between the strings of lights coming oh, down from the well, top.
2: It's an actual uh, set of lights. Oh, is it? Yep.
4: Well, maybe that that was my F up then,
2: maybe. Uh, Yeah, I mean, maybe people tried to do it at first, but now that's kind of how they're selling it. Wayfair has it, and Walmart has it. What does it it. look like? You have a picture there? Uh, Yeah, look, Steve. Here, let me click on it.
3: By the way, good luck trying to find lights now. Uh, You know, I've been to a couple of different hardware stores because I wanted to add a Another uh, set of lights on my bushes out front. All sold out? Uh, Especially the net
4: lights. Yeah. And that's what I want. I got to say, Case, they they keep coming in. So I went to. I was uh, just there yesterday, and they had nothing. True value on Ridge. And then I, I went, they got they were they were uh, depleted for a little bit, went back a couple of days later, a whole bunch of new stuff in stock. Uh, you know, maybe I should try a
3: smaller hardware store because uh, I what? went to the big box ones. In
2: case, I think that's it. I think the big box stores had less uh, of the stock this year. Mm. That's at least what I've noticed in some of the stores that I shop at, and I think you'll have better luck finding it at the smaller stores.
0: So I guess the idea, it says here, for... Um At least according to the decorating experts, hanging your lights from top to bottom saves you from wasting too many lights on the back of the tree. Yeah, that makes sense. So you can move more to the area that, unless you've got, you know, 360 degree visibility, but... It also allows. It on a
4: stripper pole, Preston.
0: It also has <laughs> allows your ornaments to sit closer to the tips of the branches for maximum sparkle. So that
4: mm. that is a good point about
0: the sparkle. But um, so
4: what we do is we have white lights in the tree. My my tree though is oh, is pre lit. So um, yeah, I have an artificial tree. If you go the art and, and the lights go in deep within, so it's not just on the outside. Uh, But that is a conundrum if you're running lights and circling it around the tree. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of times for trees that aren't that hardy as far as the branches, Mm -hmm. you can end up hanging the ornaments on the actual wires for the lights.
2: So these lights that actually just drape down the tree, it looks like, I mean, I would imagine you could do it similar to the normal lights, but it looks like the lights hang on the outside of the tree. Uh, as opposed to like where you'd stuff them in, if you go around the tree, you kind of make it look like it's coming from within the tree. This just lays over the branches. Well, what
4: I would do is is again, and I uh, I know all about the sparkle. You would I would take each of the strands, as they come down and weave and them weave in it and in. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that that's what it looks like. But I'm just looking at a picture on uh, Good Housekeeping, and they kind of just have it draped over. Good
4: housekeeping. Come on, house- <laughs> Did we just become best? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: I'm waiting for the clip. I'm getting
4: it. It's coming. it's coming. It's coming, man. There it is.
0: Good yeah. housekeeping. That's the one. Uh, they, also, they also say it's easier to <laughs> remove the lights once the holidays are over if you hang them vertically. And reportedly, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree has its lights strung in this manner. How about that? Yeah, by the
3: way, I leave my lights on the tree now. I just... Do you? Yeah, I can't I, even Again, deal. The, if, if you get
4: a pre-lit tree, yeah. honestly, it's been a godsend. I connect the three parts of the tree... It was one that I got from a, a Boskovs outlet. I thought, okay, this is going to be a nightmare, and it was awesome. And, the, and so we had oh, yeah. it just for a couple of years. And uh, you know, the, the, the lights are on already, pre-done on each branch, and it is—it it really looks like a beautiful Wait, light display. Yeah, we've had ours
0: for like a dozen years, and oh. I wouldn't get anything else. So
6: when you put the tree away, uh,
0: you don't have to disassemble it. No. Well, what do you all... do? It, it, it breaks down into three parts. But how do you leave the lights on, I guess? So so the very lights are in three parts. They're, they're, they're weaved already. They're pre-weaved oh. into no, the branches, I don't Nick. have the pre-weaved there's, ones. There's a central Pre-woven, um, I should say. area where they all plug in together in the middle. You just have to unplug those, but the lights themselves stay in the tree. Maybe so, I should try that. this So, year. so, so yeah. Nick,
4: in, in the tree that I have, you put the base down. When you put the second piece in, it completes the connection. And when you put the top piece in, it completes the connection. Okay. So Who's you're not touching... Too? It's all within the, the tube, you don't anything. have to unplug anything. Yeah. And in fact, Casey, there's an extra cord that runs all the way to the top, yeah, within the tube for your angel.
3: Oh, okay. No,
4: I don't even I take, I was wondering
2: if there was, oh, okay. Sorry,
6: <laughs> no. no, I was just saying, I don't, I, I don't even take my tree apart anymore. So I you just... just put the whole tree away as, <laughs> yeah. as is. That's oh, maybe I'll try that too because I have a little attic space in the garage, but I'm going to try this vertical thing because I think it is a waste of space in the back of the tree. We put it in the corner, I guess, like most people do. Do you have a tree bag?
0: Yes. Okay.
6: In case it, you That's know. Kidding. Shoots. Yeah, well, you know, we got a safe <laughs> tree sex. Uh, my tree is up against a window, so I
4: want the back, uh, too. I want yeah, the back. It's it. part of the display. It's in like a little a little area that is uh,
6: recessed, and it's a perfect display area. I had a uh, very quick losing argument with my girlfriend about getting a uh, a cut live tree this year, and uh, man, was I shot down fast. What? With all, the, with all the parks in the I, area? I was thinking, all right? <laughs> all you gotta do is I just mean, dig it. Sweetheart, there's tons of free trees in state parks all over the place. I. I don't mind the fake tree. And in fact, I like the fake tree, the plastic tree, but I I, I got a live wreath. I bought it from uh, Boy Scouts, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is really cool. It smelled great. Put it on the front door. What uh, are you selling there? <laughs> no, and, and yeah. I was just like, you know what? I, I'm thinking about maybe getting a live tree, get a cut tree or whatever. No, that's no. not happening.
3: Nope. Well, you guys, uh, Joe Holden, he's a reporter and anchor at uh, CBS. CBS. He, uh, he posted a video. He bought a live tree. I don't know where he got it from, but it had a salamander in it. What? Yeah, so he caught that. How much, uh, <laughs> much extra do you pay for <laughs> But what's worse is the salamander. So, so he took the video of the salamander, then you know, cli- uh, crawling on the ground. <laughs> and then it was like right up against like the corner where the floor meets the uh, floorboards. Or the... <laughs> and it crawled right underneath of and into the, the wall. all the things to I show up
6: know. in a Christmas tree. A salamander.
3: Well, is yeah. that, does that
4: replace uh, Elf on the Shelf this year? <laughs> yeah, right? Salamander in the drywall? I mean, we we had aphids, and aphids are um, they're
3: harmless insects, but we bought a tree, and it was infested with aphids. We didn't Extra realize aphids, that, please. We didn't realize until that they were dying off, and just we had
4: hundreds, if not thousands of dead aphids at the oh, bottom of the... Uh, I know, Kath. Aphids, praying mantis mm-hmm. th- that you've had. There's, there's just countless stories. Listen, we would always get a live tree, but again, as I say, the perfect area is right in front of an old-style radiator, and it would... It would you can enjoy the tree longer too to get a live tree that's going to last It's yeah. not going to with the ornaments are or hanging off the floor I love live trees but it's just not going to work in our house
0: so we already had of, uh, a story of the owl in the Rockefeller Great. Christmas tree then uh. there was a story of a koala bear <laughs> yeah. and another Keep one so a salamander they now uh-huh. yeah. uh, aphids over here with Casey uh-huh. what else 215-263-WMMR what have you found in your live Christmas tree oh
3: god Steve do they recommend Spraying the Christmas tree down with uh, pesticides before bringing it into your house? Uh, no. no, no, it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, Agent Orange
4: does the <laughs> trick. Uh, there, there. Listen, if you go to a reputable place, it yeah. should be okay. But still, stuff's just going to get in, it's it's nature, get dude. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, I there's mean, only so much they can do at the lot. My neighbor had to have found an elk in his tree. Yeah, you know, and it was just wild. <laughs> the one thing, and, and the I, thing is, he had put the um, the decorations on that's. Whatever the elk antlers are,
3: yeah, I, I don't mind having a fake tree, I really don't it's it's fairly convenient, uh but there is an aspect of like when I was a kid, going to the Christmas tree lot with my dad and my brothers and sister right. and
4: being the one. That found the tree. Yeah. Like, that
3: was a big deal. Like, I, love, you, I love it. Yeah. I,
4: it, it, yes. And I, even as an adult, going to our special lot mm-hmm. and getting the tree with the perfect shape and everything. And this is a beautiful one this year. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I can, I set it up like right, right at the beginning of December yeah. and I can
3: enjoy it at the home. I just love it. Yeah. And it was funny because my mom just found out the other day that. She thought the tr- the trees cost like twenty bucks. I was like, uh, no, 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 not so much. Maybe that's what Dad told 60. you, yeah, but yeah. they were not twenty dollars.
0: <laughs> now, if you use the McElwain method, yeah, yeah <laughs> you can just go yeah, to the yeah. What where they cost. I've never I've never had a
4: uh, live tree in my a- life. About seventy bucks if you're going to get a good one. Oh,
2: it depends on where you go. So, like where um, Connor works, I think I believe it's sixty bucks for any tree, any size uh correct me if i'm wrong connor oh he's on the phone uh and then if you go to like a like i went to the local hardware store uh 120 bucks Whoa! for a live
0: tree for a live 120
2: foot tree better that's what i got last year in your yard
0: after you're done we used to do that
2: ridiculous we
4: used to do that we were talking about looking at our our homes preston from um you know on, on google satellite pictures uh, for years you could still see the trees that were in our old house growing
0: up because my dad planted them all along the side of the house. Yeah. Now, besides Christmas trees, I remember when we bought our home and then we started getting the landscaping done, and I'm like... You know, we were putting up, like, arborvitaes and stuff. I'm like, those things are how much? How much are those? <laughs> freaking
2: plants. <laughs> and then are you like, kidding me? And then, like, if some of them die, you're like, what? Well, oh, my well, god! No,
0: this thing ain't dying. <laughs>
2: clear. You know, I'm out there trying to
0: <laughs> freaking paddle that thing back to life. There's no way. It's way too expensive. Uh, let me go to some calls. So I'm going to go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy?
10: Uh, I used to work at Lowe's in the Metroplex. Okay. And all the, all the plants come from the south and they're just covered in salamanders.
4: So, no so kidding. why do I always think that Christmas trees are coming from like Maine and cut, you know? Yeah, right. Cut their, their Christmas tree farms. So, Listen, how... I'll
0: tell you what. When I, when I lived in South Carolina as a kid, the majority of the trees around were pine trees and evergreens. They were all over yeah. the place in the South. Was, so, they think was, they just grow naturally. There. Was
4: there a preponderance of salamanders in your area? Yeah, now? yeah. We there had there
0: like salamanders and skinks and lizards and things like that. We used to catch them all the geckos? time. Geckos? I don't know about geckos. But, uh, so John, you saw them all the time? Oh, they'd just be running through the store. <laughs> no kidding. They're kind of wow. cute,
4: though. It's they a nice are. little Christmas gift, especially yeah. if you reach down in your stocking and you, you get a handshake. <laughs> Interesting,
6: John. I didn't know that.
0: Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, two, have a good one. Two yeah, quick plugs. Merry
6: uh, Corkum Tree Farm out in, uh, near, um, uh, Collegeville is great. They have a lot of, uh, uh, trees on their farm. They just got a new shipment in and uh, uh, James listens to the show every day, so a plug for him. And then a lot of people are uh, suggesting Produce Junction for well. that's trees where we well. got our aphid tree. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that special? Yeah. yeah. In the aphid tree section? It was, section. Uh, it was yeah. a $20 aphid tree. So,
4: where uh, are aphid your aphid, aphid trees tree. or should I get a praying mantis tree? Yeah. The, Listen, the tr- I think
2: anytime you get a real tree, no matter where you get it from, yeah. there's a chance there's going to be out, you know, outside sure. life in there. Kathy
0: yeah. did that farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall. <laughs> <laughs>
8: but
0: yeah, me, Christmas trees. Have trees. Let me get some calls. I have Frank. Hi, Frank. Good morning.
2: I do.
10: Hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> you guys rock. Thank Hi. you,
0: Frank. What's up, bud?
10: Hey, when I was a kid, my dad brought home a live tree, and we were, we were setting it up, and we heard these little squeaking sounds, and after some investigation, my dad found a couple of live baby raccoons. Oh, oh man. I get keep them. Right? How many? There were three. Oh
4: my gosh! You had? Did you keep them?
10: Well, we have tried to keep them for a little while, but my dad was like, "No, we got to bring them back out to the wild." Where
4: we no, you should have the kept them and named them after the wise men.
0: <laughs> this is Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Jen. Hey, Jen, you're on the air. Good morning,
13: Godzoo. <laughs> Godzoo,
0: Jen, what's up?
13: Oh, so I just moved into my new home, and I was very excited to get my Christmas tree and decorate. I got the perfect, big, fat, tall tree. I'm decorating it with lights, I'm putting ornaments on and I'm feeling something on my arm. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if I was just allergic to the tree or what, oh, but god. later to find out that I had thousands and thousands oh, and thousands of baby spiders. Oh, oh, did oh, did you keep them? The <laughs> oh God. Oh, I had to god. spray the tree. I had to spray it and bomb it. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to take everything down and take the tree out and get a whole new one.
4: That so. takes exactly what I would oh, have done. I, I, I would have gone how. out to the front lawn with a law's rocket launcher and blown the house to bits. Uh,
13: well, everything was all decorated. I didn't want to go through the whole thing. F America.
10: that. Convert.
4: That Convert to either. Judaism. Mm. Yeah. Forget that. The, the, the notion, that infestation, I mean, God bless you that you you, you stuck through it, Jen, but Jesus. No, thousands and thousands yeah. of baby spiders. No, yeah,
13: it was, wasn't cool. <laughs> Did that turn
0: you off to live trees after that?
13: Uh, I actually, no. I still get a tree every right. year.
0: Nice. I I, I understand
4: Thanks, the the the, atta- the the attachment to the live trees. It's, it's a wonderful thing. But I forgot
2: my brother had the baby uh, praying mantis in his, yeah. like either last year or the year before. That's they, actually quite common. They saw them all over the ceiling and then on the windowsill. <sighs> wow. You know, I, wait, you
4: know my, no. how we feel about we praying. I hate them. them. Oh, you,
2: okay. well, hate well, them. My sister in law started killing them. My brother was like, no, you mm. can't do that. She was like, they're in my house. I, I sure can. Yeah. You're not
0: supposed to kill them. And they, they do have some benefits, but no, they have the good. benefits. Though mm-hmm. so um, they do attack uh, lantern flies. I'm going to go what? to Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, Mike?
10: No, so my wife and I bought a, a Christmas tree from a box store by us. Um, the whole time the tree was up, we had smell in the house, we couldn't figure out what it was. Okay. Oh, and when we're taking the tree down, I'm taking the lights off, I stick my hand in the tree, and I pull out a dead squirrel.
0: Oh, A dead a squirrel? Drive, you won! Yeah, it Sad! Sad. <laughs> yeah, Dude, how... Okay. How uh, had it been uh, uh, deteriorating? It had been rotting, and
10: uh... oh yeah, it was—it was like a mummy. When I by the time I, <laughs> oh,
0: oh, my oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I had a squirrel, he starts banging it on the side table, clang, <laughs> clang, clang. It's actually wrapped in gauze. Oh my god! Yeah.
12: Well, That was
0: our a mummified nice. dead squirrel. Thanks, That's Mike. Awful. Appreciate it. Uh, I will go next to Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? uh how you doing? Good buddy, all right, so what'd you find in your live Christmas tree?
12: Um, so the one year we went out to cut your own Christmas tree down, um, my wife and five kids we went out there, brought it home, stuck it up,
10: let it settle and we kept sh- seeing it like shake. And we're like, okay, that's just the branches. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, they're settling. Yeah, yeah,
4: they're, you know, the way your Christmas tree will occasionally wave to you.
12: Yeah. They're settling. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, we thought it was just settling. So we came down the next morning, and we have one of those big old box TVs, like the side of your door, like yeah. really old. Yeah. So right under that, we kept hearing scratching noise. And oh, I'm like, oh, geez, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I wheeled the TV out, and lo and behold, it's a baby possum.
0: The possum, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. Gross, gross Wouldn't gross. you love that? <laughs> it was ready to take my arm off. How'd you get it out of the house, Brian? <laughs> uh, I just grabbed it by the tail and it oh, to the window, <laughs> <laughs> threw it. Banged it on the side of the wall. Yeah, he just, he clubbed it to death with the mummified squirrel. Beat it on the heart. (laughs) Wow. Uh, That would, that would freak me out. I mean, listen, I don't mind Uh, possums, but seeing one in your house unexpected, that would freak me out. Well,
4: look at the, the, the bulk level of, you know, the, at these farms, they cut all these trees down. It's my understanding they cut them down in. But like late summer, or when, don't the, know, really? when, are, when are most Christmas trees cut down and transported? Well, I don't know. Go it's got to gotta stay alive. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. And you can go to those places where you cut your own, and some people right. get some nice trees. We should. We really should ask Connor because this is what he does. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, all right, we'll bring him in here. He's been working the phones, but we got enough calls to last the rest of the segment. While he's coming in, I'm going to get uh, Matt on the line. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, Gadsu. Gadsu, buddy. What'd you find in your tree one year?
10: Uh, last year, we cut a live tree. Uh, took it. Uh, and had it bailed before we left uh, the tree farm. Yep. Got it home, uh, cut the bale uh, wire off, out flies a live squirrel. A live
0: oh. squirrel. <laughs> it's oh. it's Christmas vacation. Oh, Mummified version, yeah. but the actual live squirrel. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. Um, did it get loose in the house?
10: It did. Uh, dogs went
0: nuts, kids oh. went nuts, Wow. <laughs> <boys> went nuts. <laughs> Uh, oh, my dogs would have a conniption. Oh, and they, they <laughs> that got would, it. Oh, there's no way. It wouldn't live. It, it, it would be carnage. Yep. Yep. Oh, my I, God. I threw all the doors open. Dogs chased it out. Nice. And- Jesus. Nice, Matt. Thanks. Uh, so here's Connor, who works at a, uh, a tree farm, or a uh, tree lot, I should say. Where do you work, Connor? Tree lot. Wiggins Trees. It's called Wiggins Trees. All right. And, Kathy, what was the question you had for him?
2: Uh, I don't know. what. When, we're are, the of... oh, when are the trees cut? when are the trees cut down? Do you know?
0: So, so with us, it's within a week
9: okay. when we get them. A so so for so places... the time they're cut, they're brought fresh? Yes. Okay.
2: And Do you know where the trees come from?
9: Yes. A lot of our trees come from our farms in Westchester and Cochranville. Oh, okay. so that's that's pretty fresh, and, and you're, you, you'll get a longer lifespan but there are trees that are cut m-
4: like a month and a half 2 months ago right
9: yeah so with this area we can only grow douglas firs so with those farms we have douglas firs and that's where we get for our tree lot our fraser firs come from bloomsburg okay cuz they can't grow in this area a lot of places get them from canada maine vermont or north carolina we we keep it fairly local which one has the strongest branches Frasiers. okay because because yeah. for the ornaments that we use my wife has all these like
4: Lennox things that she loves so they're you heavy. get this yeah they're heavier but but now with the artificial tree it doesn't matter we can hang and bills with the frigging thing
2: is there anything you can do about spiders or squirrels or anything in the trees? Nah, it's
4: a
9: lot.
4: Spray it with pesticide yeah. and chemicals and uh, Agent Orange and all that stuff.
2: Have you ever stuck
9: a human being into that netting thing? <laughs> so we don't use the netting. We use like a, like a rope. Oh, so okay. So it drags the tree through, Aww. and it spins, and it wraps it up. But we have... Okay. Okay. People do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick question.
4: Quick question. With the rope, is it easier to get that off? Yeah. Because I found a lot of times uh... when they do the netting... It's like you, you're trying to Try click to it, up, and, and yeah. there's still, like, two or three that are connected, and i like, go, damn, goddammit, where is it hooked up? But they, that
0: seems to make more sense. All right. All right, let me get one more call because we've had uh, Brandon, who's been on hold for a while. Hey, Brandon, good morning. <laughs> hey, Brandon, what'd <where'd> you find on <laughs> your tree there, bud?
10: So, uh, the one year my girlfriend decided she would get a live tree, despite my protest, because she's really allergic to molt, yes. and she, uh... We are putting up the lights and everything, and I turned to her, and I'm like, hey, you and your daughters need to go for a walk. And she's like, why? And I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. Just go for a walk. Now, really, it's because it, I, I say it's because she's deathly afraid of spiders. But actually, I didn't want her to see how I would react when trying to be the man and deal with the spiders. <laughs> but, uh, so me and her cats tried to fight a nest of what looked like wolf spiders. Oh, I hate Some
0: those sounds. things. Oh. So
4: what do wolf spiders look like? They're I scary don't, I don't like the sound.
10: They're they're hairy. Their legs you can like almost see their knuckle in it. And they're like little
0: tarantulas. Okay, I've seen yeah. that. I hate. There
10: was one There's- like defending the nest, so They've it was hopping yeah. in and out of the yeah, nest. And- oh, I those and-
0: oh, I hate. They're fairly, and- oh, hate they're fairly harmless, but they look don't scary. Care. Exactly. No, no scary. I know, yeah. I know, but yeah. they look scary as mm-hmm, hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how did you get rid of all of them, Brandon?
10: Um, I'd say I probably got rid of 10% of them. Oh, no. What? 10%? <laughs> <laughs> Do that leaves 90%. And then you decided what? That we would just throw the whole tree out and get an artificial one. Yeah, um, there you When go. she came back, I already had the tree in the dumpster. Uh, I was like, how'd it go? And I was like, we don't have a tree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's 70 thing. bucks in the trash can out front. Wow. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so, you know, it's just, uh, it's something you got to be prepared for. I'm not sure what you can do, but uh, just well, look, get
4: set. Maybe a lot will take, maybe if you let a lot know, that you had wolf spiders infesting your tree, if you got a question. brought yeah. it
0: back. All right, got to take a break. A reminder that we do have a Tattoos Day today. Text word tattoo to 39333. You might win a $350 gift certificate Floating World Tattoos and Piercing for a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. When we get back, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. will be our first guest up, so stay with us
7: podcasts oh yeah MMR's got them there's the fun size and bizarre file editions along with preston and Steve full show podcasts plus the mmr archives podcast and more click podcasts on wmmr.com
0: our next guest is ready to go we're very excited to speak to him because we've been fans for a long long time a ton of great stuff yes uh, including um, you know obviously an officer in the gentleman was huge it was so huge it was it was groundbreaking that he was the first um, African-American to win the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. I remember it clearly. Uh, so it's yeah. fantastic. And so many things that we could talk to him about. That the thing that he is promoting today is called The Reason. Uh, it's on all digital platforms and on demand starting on the 15th. DVD as well. Uh, and I think we could use a little inspiration, a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Mm-hmm. Assurance. And yes. Good feel. Comfort. How about um, that? Yes. Yeah. Please welcome... The one and only Mr. Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. For the show this morning. Good morning, Louis. Hey. Great to have you on. Sorry we have a, a bit of a, of a lousy connection, and that sucks, but we'll, we'll deal with it uh, if we can. Uh, you know what? One of the things that I did not mention, obviously we're going to talk about uh, uh, the reason, uh, was Steve and I uh, here on the show We're so delighted to see you pop up in HBO's Watchmen, and that must have been a surprise to you as well. That project—it's a
12: pleasant surprise. It's a surprise that they're not showing it again. I don't know. It makes you think.
0: <laughs>
4: well, yeah. They, I mean, it was just the one and done. You, I, we've recommended it to people, and it's not—it's not—it's uh, hard to find. And uh, I don't know what the status of that. Yeah. You, you, do you have any ideas to what they're doing with it? I have no
12: idea, sir. Yeah. No, I, I don't understand why uh, something. Enormous
0: to be so rare. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll all learn together, I guess. But uh, I think inspiration was uh, was one of the words I used uh, for uh, this film, this project called uh, the Reason. And um, can you take us through a little bit of of who you are and what the story is about in this movie? Well, the, the bottom
12: line is that this up in Oklahoma, when the uh, if you remember the film with Sydney Poitier and Harry Belafonte, go. Yes, fucking uh, the Preacher. It was based on, 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 a, on a book called The Exodus. There was these green slaves that went west. And as fortune would have it, they, they settled in a land that was full of oil. To make a long story short, they came up with, with Black Wall Street. And uh, they, they did all these uh, comforts of all the cards. And they were doing very well. So the other people out there who came from the South did not like it. So they got some bombs and some planes and bombed them. I was one of the kids in the neighborhood, in the, school, in the movie house. My mother played the piano, and his solid tone came up in my hero. Bats Reeves was on the screen. And uh, so it turns out to be me to be his uncle, as I go from uh, a child to an older man in, in a wheelchair with a, a different kinds of powers. Right. The symbolic symbolic thing of me watching the movie Get Bombed, and then them killing my mother. And, and spending the rest of my life getting bad men. And you look Bass is up in your dictionary. He's the most successful marshal in the West. So it's D- a nice story, uh, it's beautifully written by Damon Lindelof, and some great
4: actors and actresses so that a pleasure to do. Right,
10: that, great, great performance.
4: That's the Watchman. We wanted to find out about what your role is and what the a brief synopsis of the reason uh, the the movie that you're promoting.
12: Now the reason is, 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 is I have a philosophy. I was taught by my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother gave us a flag one time. She said, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. (laughs) You So every time I forgot that God was in charge all the time, I'd have to pay the facts. I think we're paying that facts today in mankind. There was only one God, one controlling factor, and that's God. Anything else is controlling us. So we have to make a daily decision to trust in God in all the affairs. And this is one that happens during a thunderstorm. I'm a minister, a blind minister. And a, and a lightning bolt hits the cross and breaks it. Now we've got to get somebody to fix it. Some strange man comes up to fix it. He turns out to be maybe an angel of God. And the, the rest is is, is, a, is a tragic story about this young boy who who dies in our presence, in our hands, uh, with, with these Holly uh, and Ali you know, uh, in the hospital. And... Uh, i don 't want to give the the, the thing that happen
4: yeah. you, you, right. you don 't need to give the ending away, <laughs> but uh i wanted okay. to I wanted to ask you because these are inspirational movies, and they i i 'm a sucker for them. Yeah. everyone wants you know something to help you know give them a little bit of comfort, especially in times like this, but playing a character who is blind sometimes I think people can do it and sort of nail it. I think John Malkovich did it in places in the heart. Yeah. It, it, but it's it, it seems to be an easy thing, but it's sort of a difficult thing. How did you approach it?
12: Well, simultaneously, uh, the, the character through my foundation called the e. raises the Foundation, uh, I've come to this conclusion that God is number one in my life these days. I've come full circle. I can't find any other answer but God. Right. That uh, is he is it's hard whether we like it or not, and we should just get humble Get out of the steering wheel, and let God handle our lives for us. As long as we be aware of, uh, be available for the message on a daily basis. And then once we do that one decision, I think mankind is saved. There's no war. There's no racism. There's no. There's no uh, ugliness. We are one people for the best benefit of us all. So, on. so that movie kind of uh was uh, my, my, right down my alley. Mm-hmm.
0: That's great. And then uh, you had mentioned uh, Tatiana Ali. She is in the movie as well? Yes, she's an incredible actress. She really is good. And with this, playing a blind pastor, uh, have you ever played a blind character before in your career? Uh,
12: not really. But uh, there's some defective characters. like I did a film that's also uh, called The Cuban. He's, he's not blind, but he's... He's got you know, he's old man and uh the former nightclub football
0: he's got a wheelchair and uh that that speaks for itself also. Okay. Still. Wheelchair blind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well we do know that the the reason is available on all digital platforms, like I said, on uh December fifteenth and uh looks like a, a heartwarming story, so we'll make sure that uh that... I because I don't want to let the cat
12: out of the bag.
0: Okay, right. totally understood
12: buy
0: it and be, be the like, be, uh, you know,
12: just, just be, be to be impressed with Mr. Dickie's eye.
0: Exactly. So it, it all right, well, thank all you. Right? S- thank you, Louis. Have a great Christmas. We appreciate coming on this morning. Okay, all right. All right, Louis Gossett Jr., guys. All right. All right, there you go. hey. I feel wow. as if we're best friends now. <laughs>
2: guys, what did he say? I, I
4: never realized that, that about him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's uh,
0: delightful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I knew it was headed down the wrong path when I asked him to describe the plot of the movie, the reason, and he told us the plot of the Watchmen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But
4: it was All listen, right. and, and in the background you're hearing feedback. It's not. It was just a bad connection. Well, there's
0: <laughs> there's somebody else on the on the phone yeah. line too, so, which always so f's it up. Yeah, he was patching through <laughs>
8: another. <laughs>
0: And I'm not going to hang up on Lewis Gustav. No, he deserves, no.
4: Nice. deserves the respect. It wasn't his fault,
0: but Jesus Christ. By the way, did you look, know that I, there he, were four? Look, through him I found Christ. By the way, did you know that, that there were four Iron Eagle movies? Yes, yeah. well, he I did died, not know that. He wasn't in most of them. No, he, he was in the fourth one. Says so right here. That's why. That's why I'm looking at his. Uh, okay, he had to, to
4: have asked about that. It had to have been a ghost. Doesn't he
3: die in the first one? No, no, he does not. Does the kid? You die? think he does? <sighs> yeah. And then he
0: meets him at the end.
3: Okay. Chappie's alive. Chappie's alive, but mm-hmm. the kid dies in the second one. So, i spoiler You know what? I, I don't
0: remember the second one.
3: In the Watchmen. Hmm. Um, that that interview had been on the books for a couple of months now. We're very excited. <laughs> I look forward to it so bad. You figure for,
4: for at least two months, you probably could have worked on the phone line. <laughs> Here's the deal. Every time they have someone Cut. listening in on it and they have them on a... You could hear it feeding back. It That drives me crazy. Jeez.
2: That's right. I mean, I guess...
4: He helped us find God, though, because I was praying to God it would end. Well, is that one of those <laughs> yes.
3: um, God movies, like Breakthrough? Yes, okay. I, I love them yeah. if they're done right. I was actually a sucker for that Breakthrough one.
4: Breakthrough is great where the kid falls through the ice. Yeah. And you have Yes. I
3: didn't mean to watch that, but it was on, like, a Saturday morning. I turned the TV on. I was drinking my coffee. This looks good. And it's and it came on, and then... Apparently, the plot is very similar to The Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> Topher Grace was the pastor. I was Topher
4: like, Grace was the like,
3: pastor. I'm actually buying this right now.
4: Yeah, yeah. I did a whole bunch of research on his movies and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, uh, well, and we wanted I wanted to ask about Enemy Mine. You remember that movie? I do remember that movie. It's, I it's like it's a a movie. that movie. It's a great movie. Wolf Dennis K- Quaid. Yeah, yeah. It was With the alien, movie. and he yeah. gives he gives birth. The males sp- in that species gives he birth. He made
0: up some weird language on his own. Yeah. It was it wasn't part of the script that uh, that he did. I think he was speaking at this time. Hey, you want some good news?
3: What big is now available on Disney Plus?
2: You know? Big oh, is now available yeah. really? on Disney Plus. Yeah,
3: okay. So that's some good news, I just for you guys. That. You did,
2: yes, because Jace wanted to see it, and I kept waiting for it to air, and it didn't. I was like, oh, forget it. We'll just buy it. And now, well, that's good. Now I just pay for the the subscription and I buy things and whatever. Jace
0: wanted to see it.
2: Yeah, so I was telling, he's into uh, the movies that I liked as a kid. Now, really? So we've been, yeah, like Ace Ventura. We did, we did Dumb and Dumber. Um, we watched Big. So you yeah, want a couple Pee-wee's of Pee
3: those... Wee's Big Adventure.
2: I wasn't into that. Remember? Yeah, I know. I, but I do you want it? it? <laughs> no, this is the worst show ever.
3: It's a movie, <laughs> and uh, it, wasn't
2: it a show first? Well, yes, Pee-wee's, it
4: was. Pee Wee's Playhouse.
2: Same freaking thing. Same mm-hmm. stupid guy. I actually,
4: I was... She doesn't like Paul Rubens as Pee Wee Herman. So whatever you could put him in a multitude of vehicles, she hates the guy at the core of it. Yeah, so no it's leads. not going to work. I don't know if
3: uh, if the movie or that show came first. first. I
0: almost the show came first. Yeah, it did. Yes. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. He was he was a, a stand up comedian, kind of a, almost like a prop guy. He and was in the same comedy troupe with Elvira, Cassandra Peterson.
4: Yep, they were all together.
0: I and watched that stage
4: show. Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then he
0: got then he got the TV show, and that eventually uh, led to the movie. He's actually in the uh, the Cheech and Chong uh, films as well. He, he is. Yeah. Wee Herman, it's, right? Um, kind of yeah. At some point in in one of the movies, he comes up and he. That's right. He, I think it might have been the second one. It's okay. Peter Wee Herman. <laughs> the next movie. <laughs> all right. Uh, our next guest is on the line. Should we all say a quick prayer that the yes. phone line is oh, better man. than the last interview? <laughs> I hope so, because he's hilarious. My my son's he's love great. Love this guy. Please welcome. By the way, season three of Mr. Iglesias uh, out today on Netflix. Uh, it's Gabriel Iglesias, hey. who is on the show this morning. Good morning, sir.
14: Good morning. Am I might have believed that my uh, my my, <laughs> my my previous uh, <laughs> or the previous comic had some issues no
4: it was lewis gossett jr who we were really excited to talk about because you know pop culture wise he's been in a a ton of stuff uh and oh uh and and the connection was horrible we couldn't hear it i couldn't hear and you you, you can't disrespect it. it's not lewis gossett jr's fault because the tech is bad and so you you gotta you gotta listen to him but it was it was uh it was pa- <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it was awful. painful your connection however perfect
14: Oh man, he was using that '80s technology.
4: Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Same stuff in, a, in, in Iron,
0: Iron Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he, he
14: was. He was calling. He was calling you from that Iron Eagle
0: plane. <laughs> yep.
4: <laughs> you know, he who, didn't the kid in Iron Eagle strap a cassette player to his thigh. He, did. he, did. he yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, hey, Gabriel, I have a quick question before we get into the the show and everything. Uh, have you spent time in Hawaii before? Oh, I thought you were going to say in prison. <laughs> <laughs> well,
14: answer hey. both. Hey, Well, nowadays, it's a reason to get out of the house. Uh, so. nice.
0: <laughs> no, the reason I asked, I, I went to a luau there a couple of years ago. It was called Nutridge, and they were talking about you there.
14: Yeah, uh, I spent a, well, uh, a lot of time performing in Hawaii, but not enough time to uh, be considered a resident, even though I look like a local.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, but there, yeah, it was it was a big deal that you had been to this uh, and and hung out at this uh, Luau. So I thought that was kind of cool.
14: Uh, you know, for some reason, anytime I go to restaurants, or like he was here, that's like a <laughs> that's better than a Yelp review. Like that,
4: he was, he you you are though. Right it, you've made reference to that. That you are you are a guy that everyone thinks they've seen or that they they know or you know that that you have a very similar. Um, features you know set uh, and so people just own it.
14: oh yeah and uh, do, do you get that a lot are you mistaken for other people a lot uh well you know it's one of those things where every time i do a comedy special i i personalize it so much people think i'm from there so like there's some people that think i'm from bakersfield some <laughs> people think i'm from el paso some people think i'm from chicago and some people think that i'm legit hawaiian because where? these are all places i've done
8: specials okay, okay.
4: all I right gotcha. So yeah. we working with Netflix, and the series is, is, is doing really well, uh, but these things live and die by the ensembles. I've always said that. And, and so you're, the, the kids um, in the show are not annoying, and that, and, <laughs> and that, is, yeah. that is a, a key to, to having these things work. Did you have a hand in any of the, uh, of the casting, or did they have to see if the chemistry was right with you, or did you just hit the ground running?
14: It's always a combination of of all of that. You got to make sure that there's you know good chemistry, but above all, the people need to be able to deliver. Yeah. So just because a person looks the right part doesn't mean they can play the right part, and then just because they can look and play that part doesn't mean they're going to click well with you know with the other coast with the co stars or with the main star. But uh, yeah, everybody that that we saw, I saw first online, and then uh, we brought them in and we did a chemistry read, and everybody's just. Really professional. Like I feel like I'm probably the least professional. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one who spends the most time apologizing on that on that set.
4: Well, I tell you what, Sherry Shepherd is sort of a revelation. I remember when I first I was used to her on on uh, The View, and then she popped up on a, a run on Thirty Rock, and she was freaking hilarious. And uh, I didn't know she had that side to her, so she seems like a fun person to hang out on a set with.
14: Yeah, I go back with Sherry like, over 20 years. We used to do a lot of uh, hell gigs together. I tell her, I says, you know, we never, we never got to do the cool, fun, uh, actual, real comedy club gigs. We would do those, those uh, <laughs> gigs that holds the holes in the wall. Yeah. At the end mm-hmm. of the night, she's missing a car. I gotta give her a ride. <laughs> Uh, can I borrow ten it, dollars? It was, you know, those were the humble beginnings, and so the fact that we get, we get to work on a on a show together like this, it's awesome because it's just like, man, look how far we've come. Yeah, yeah. You have come a
3: really really long way, but do you look back fondly at those times? Or are those um, you know, more innocent times? Do you um, do you look back on that and and almost miss it if you know what I'm saying?
8: The
14: the part that I miss is that that early, you know, like, I don't want to sound all cliche or anything, but like the movie Jersey Boys, when he goes, he goes, the best part, people say, was it the food or was it the money? Was it the traveling, the this and that? The best times were those times under the light when it was just the music. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, when you have it all, that, that that's when you uh, you miss it. <laughs> at mm-hmm. the beginning. But since since COVID did take everything away, uh, it's the first time in 20 years that I, I I'm excited and looking forward to being a comedian again.
4: Yeah, now listen. And I, I tell people it's the truth. I mean, you know, we're we're further away from the beginning, and we, we we're in the right direction with vaccinations and stuff like that. So we're, we're at least we're 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 getting somewhere with this, and uh, you know, stuff is starting to happen. So, um, but but with that said, you have your, uh, you know, uh, as far as being a working actor as well with this sitcom and other things, uh, are you able to? Are you, is anything in production that you're working on? Are they maintaining like a COVID bubble for production? How, what, what's what's your schedule look like these days?
14: You know what? The schedule is still crazy. Uh, even though I'm not able to go out and tour, uh, the, my my management team has found 80 million other things for me to do. So.
8: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
14: Hey, I got to – I have been – guys, let me just tell you. I have been hoeing myself out on the next level. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, there is nothing I say no to nowadays. I mean, I, I was doing uh, um, commercials for a product uh, – that helps for guys to stay fresh down there. Yeah, oh my God. So I've been selling. I've been selling this online product. Uh, you know, just because well, uh, I needed to keep my direct TV going. So, uh. <laughs> what's well, well, can you say the name of it? What is it? Uh, they already paid me for it, so we're good.
8: Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: are you uh, are you in the process of buying any more Volkswagens? I, I, do I read correctly that you, at this point, own over thirty different VWs?
14: I, I have a museum of cars, uh, Volkswagen Beetle, or I'm sorry, Volkswagen uh, buses, and uh, no, I'm not really trying to, what? everything that I've, I've yeah. I've, I, Wait, I, strictly I, buses. Strictly
3: bus. All right, so you don't have a yeah. Carmen gear or a thing because I mean, honestly, oh God. I've I've had a conversation with a friend of mine. Like, if I ever came into a lot of money, if I were a multimillionaire, my first fun car that I would buy would be a vintage VW bus. They're great. Do you feel like giving me one? Maybe <laughs> the one that you don't like the most.
8: <laughs>
4: no. No. Uh, you you did you did Jay Leno's uh, you did Jay Leno's show? Did you not?
14: Jay Leno was the one that inspired all of this.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah there's I, I, there's something about it, and I think, you know what happens? The bug gets you. I was never a car dude, and then you start to get around them, and you start to see some classics, and you're like, man, that that's good. And what What is it about it for you that makes this the, the object of your collecting desire?
14: It was my first car. Yeah. My Aww. first car was a 1968 Volkswagen Bus, and uh, when I got to hang out with Jay, Jay goes, what are you doing with your, with your money? How are you investing it? And I'm, you know, I'm like, well, you know, a little of this, a little of that. And he goes, listen, he goes, if you like cars, if you buy classic cars, you can invest your money in that. And he goes, and if you turn around and sell it, you will actually be in, you know, you would have enjoyed your investment. It's true, and it made, it made all the sense. He goes, and you can keep tabs on it. You can see it every day if you drive it. You, you're enjoying it, and you're making money on it. He goes, it's the best one, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I figured since uh, I figured since I didn't have a cocaine habit, I'm like, I got to do something with this money. Hey, do yeah. you um, do you own your original car by any chance? I, I You know what? I, I wish I could find it, but oh. I, I bought one that looked just like it, uh, and I fixed it up to the condition I wanted it to be in if I had the money at the time. Uh, my, my original bus was eight different shades of Bondo. <laughs>
4: was,
14: Bondo. I, so, that thing that was held together with primer and prayer. It was, <laughs> it, it was,
4: Are you a purist? Are you a purist in that you have to have all the original stuff, or do you do, you do the mod? Do you you, you put modern uh, modern tech in these things?
14: You know, what, in the beginning, I was a purist, but I'm like, no, I need to have fun with these things. So I've, I've done things. I've dropped them, yeah. uh, you know, lowered them. I've, I've put uh, really sick engines in them. I, they, keep, they can all hang on the freeway. <laughs> what, what, uh, what's, if you put what? an original engine in, 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 the, in the car and try to get on the freeway, you're going you're gonna to get killed.
4: <laughs> yeah. What's your most cranked uh, engine in any of these things?
14: Uh, I got one that will kick out almost 200 horsepower, and I know that doesn't sound – like a lot, considering the cars of today. Yeah, you know, I also have a a, a Dodge Demon, which is eight hundred plus horsepower. Oh. So when you compare that to a car that originally was twenty horsepower, yeah, you can see the the difference. Yeah, uh, so two hundred yeah. is a lot.
3: We have to show you, uh, send you a picture of uh, the, the radio station has a uh, vintage uh, microbus that I believe because our station started in nineteen sixty eight, so it had to have been a 68 uh, micro bus, but I mean, it's a
6: 72. It,
3: it is a 72. Yeah, okay. been
6: Retrofitted. Yeah.
3: Retrofitted. And you know, the, the, the paint on it is just, it's really, really cool. I have to send you a picture of it.
14: Very nice. Excellent. Yeah. I have, I, I have buses all the way up to 1974. Uh, right after that, that's when, um, they, they have all the, uh, the rules and regulations when it comes to emissions right. and that's where you run into a problem.
0: Stinking oh, emissions. Always catch you. That's cool, though. <laughs> well, listen, we know you got to run season three. Mr. Glacy is out today on Netflix. Good to catch up with you, Gabriel. Good luck with everything. Have a good Christmas too. All right.
14: Hey, Iron Eagle Two was good as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It was. laughs> Thank you, Gabriel Glacy. Right. Right. Thanks for coming on, man. That's cool. Nice. Oh, well, that um, one worked. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Can't they all? Be like that, please. Um, all right, so we got some time to talk about some stuff. I saw this yesterday. Uh, did you guys know breakdancing is going to be a part of the 2024 Summer yes. Olympic what? Games in Paris? I saw this. Yes. Yep, it is going to actually be an event, and it's it's called breaking. It's not break dance, right. But breaking. Yeah. So uh,
4: it was just confirmed. They yeah. just gave
0: it the go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: So what about like um, the chicken dance?
0: <laughs> that one they haven't confirmed yet.
3: Did you guys ever try break dan- dancing yes. when it was a big thing? I mean, for a half second, maybe. And I then spun like, around
4: on cardboard for like two seconds. Right? Like, yeah. This yeah. is not
3: for me. Yeah. yeah. We remember. I remember uh, going to see breaking. In the movie theater. Uh, we were on vacation in Longport at the time. Yeah. We immediately came home and broke dance on this uh, uh, house rental floor. We broke the table. So we literally broke dance because uh, yeah. you, that's what you had to do. But uh, we were trying to... I, And I look at people... Uh, today, doing what's called a windmill. You guys know what the windmill yeah. is. oh yeah. I'm,
4: I'm well I feel, versed. I, I taught classes.
3: Feel like I could probably not. No, I'm you not. Can't. I'm not asking to yeah. do it right now, please. So don't tell me. But I, I look at. I'm like, all right. I'm sort of dissecting the movements, and I'm yeah. like, why couldn't I figure that out when I was a kid?
4: Well, here's the deal, uh, and we're looking at the video of it. Of it. It, it's, it seems easier than it is. The one that kills me is in the breakdance move where they would slide on the top of their heads. Yep. Mm.
0: Spin around on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Besides yeah. just even just spinning, they oh, could actually slide, slide on, on the yeah. top of their head.
0: Yeah. How do you not get burns? and yeah. Even if you're on cardboard or a really slick surface. Imagine if I tried that. All your weight <laughs> on your head. It would take yeah. it right down to my brain.
3: Yeah, yeah we used to have breakdance, uh, I, I wouldn't call them competitions, but... Uh, we had a, a sun deck at at, at our swim uh, club, and right next, it's right next to the pool. And just you know, periodically, you would look up there, and then people would be breakdancing. dancing, and uh, I would do a head spin because uh, nobody else would try it. And so they were like, "Oh, go up and do a head spin," so I could do like one spin around. But I don't think anybody Ow. was really willing. Well, to well what break are the what are the
6: origins? I mean, where where, where i was just I mean, looking I, this up. There's a whole lot of you go.
0: terminology. Richard Crazy Legs Cullen started breaking as a kid in the Bronx in 1977 at the dawn of hip-hop before the musical genre even had its name. Breaking was a style of dance, uh, but also an art form. Uh, I don't know if he was the innovator of it, but he was one of the early early ones. So it was in 1977, uh, late 70s, that that started to, you know, become uh, a thing, I guess. Yeah, it was B boying and be-girling, you know,
6: break-boying, right. break-girling, uh, and... um but uh, Preston, you know this is interesting too—a uh, delineation because break dancing uh, covers a lot of things that may or may not be a part of the Olympics. So um, popping and locking, electric boogaloo—I oh, mean, really? literally all of these dances. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be technical uh, considerations yes. when it comes to actually what they're going to allow in the Olympics. Now, yeah. at the
4: end of it, though, don't they use a rifle for target shooting? That's biathlon. <laughs> oh, Okay, and, and skiing. Uh, I
3: don't understand how
4: this can be a competition. A, a uh, well, it's combat break dancing.
0: Well, listen, they uh, it may be not unlike uh, gymnastics and the floor exercise. Okay, there will be very specific things that you have to achieve, yeah. achieve during the the exercise, like, it's and, like ice and, skating. And, yeah, and then sure. the rest of it is is part of artistic interpretation. Yep. So, and then it will be up to a judge. To determine difficulty versus mm-hmm. uh, being, you know how well you perform. Correct me for, uh, the, Those difficult moves.
4: Uh, yes, that, that makes sense. Correct me if I'm wrong, but has 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 there been ever another form of dancing? I, for some reason, I think there has in the, Olympics. in the Olympics. Well,
3: they all right. So in gymnastics, they have the ribbon. Besides rib, that, the ribbon dancing. Uh, well, it's not just ribbon. You can either do ribbon. Basically a hula hoop or a ball. Yeah, use right. an apparatus. Yeah, but was yeah, there, there was there anything apparatus? And then that, that
0: includes dance. Right. And then
3: there's ice dancing, which is uh, like Boring. it's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think ice dancing couples like ice dancing is pretty fun I, to watch. But you
2: don't get those tricks and stuff,
3: uh, do right? You, well, don't they don't do, like, triple axles and stuff like that. Yeah, no, but they, that's what
2: I like.
0: Uh, synchronized swimming used to be an Olympic sport. Do you remember in figure skating, the reason I think it has its name is figure skating, is they used to actually etch out figures, figures. Yeah. Um, on really? the ice, like a figure eight or a circle and things like that. I can um, see that. Yeah. So, but they don't do that anymore because I think people found it boring. Yeah. But, and they were right. But it was hard to do. It was hard to do it just right and, and symmetrical, you know?
3: I mean, listen, if they're going to do this, I wouldn't mind seeing them do some sort of a cheer
0: competition. Oh, um, which... isn't... Yeah, that is... yeah thats they as, are very as athletic. sport, uh sport, as an Olympic sport, uh, I mean, a team sport, yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredibly impressive. There's probably
6: too many sexual connotations, but pole dancing is so impressive and the... Yeah. the Routines that some of the best pole dancers can do uh, blow me away every time. What about the worm?
3: <laughs> well, <that'd> be great <laughs> just be able to do the worm. Uh, what about parkour?
4: Yeah, Par- parkour could easily be. The, the, I guess what you would do is set up some sort of
0: course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Not over- like some of the other yeah. you know, extreme sports uh, or you know the X Games, right, and right, right. Like that. So they they had courses like the the guys on the bikes or you know any of those uh, that there were a variety of things, and you just have to go out and. Do it. You know, same as as, um, uh, snowboarding on the pipe. That parkour stuff is
4: mind-blowing, especially when you'll see them. They'll jump between buildings and, Mm. I mean... The fact that they like hit and then tuck and roll and, and disperse the energy from landing. Yeah. I mean but God, unbelievable stuff. Well, have you ever watched a parkour competition
3: where yes. they have all the apparatus uh, you know, built and all that stuff? Yeah. I actually watched something last week that I never knew existed, which was a uh, parkour tag essentially. Yeah. Uh there are just two guys on a parkour course. One guy is it and the other guy has to he, he's got 30 seconds
4: to it. There's a game up. show that is now coming on that I, or might already have premiered, knowing all the way these things come on, come and go. Uh, that is uh, uh, that uh, that is basically that case. It's 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 sort of a high, high parkour tag hybrid. So, yeah. Casey,
6: it was actually under consideration. Parkour was for the 2024 Paris Olympics. Um, but there was a dispute with the governing body of gym- gymnastics. So it won't be. But it was up. It was one of these things, uh, including breakdancing, that because they evolve the uh, sports that are a part of the Olympics fairly frequently. Baseball was in it and it yeah. has gone. Um, Golf, uh, rock climbing, I think is going to or is going to be in it in Japan, mm-hmm. but they had to move Japan's Olympics until next year. So um, yeah, there are new sports added all the time. What if they did sparcor where they
0: had actually had to fight while they're uh, jumping like, around? Honestly, that that'd, that'd, be that'd be like cool. the beginning of Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the International Olympic Committee President Thomas Bach has praised yeah. Yeah. the pending edition of the new sports, describing them in uh, 2019 as events that would make the summer games more gender balanced, more youthful, and more urban. Uh, He said uh, these four sports also offer the opportunity to connect with the young generation. So the four sports he's talking about um, is, uh, let's see, uh, climbing, as Nick had said, skateboarding, and surfing. What about mama jokes? And part of uh, breaking <laughs> as well. I don't think there's enough physical activity in mama jokes. But uh, surfing, that flat out, yeah, that should yeah. be a um I uh, thought Olympic it was. Sport, and it will be. Yeah. But um, they dropped wrestling. I know. That's insane. I mean, I like, couldn't believe it. It's one of the that's original. Original. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wrestling
6: and running. Like the yeah. two athletic Pretty endeavors much, yeah. that anybody could ever do since we were walking upright. Yeah. How, how does that get eliminated?
0: I don't That's know. like taking
4: the bats out of baseball.
0: I remember when we talked about that, and I never really did find out the reason why they removed it. Because I know they would do things like Greco-Roman wrestling, very yeah. specific styles of wrestling. right? Um, but, you know, judo and, and uh, taekwondo and all these other things are still in right? these, these uh, t- uh, contact sports. So uh, Boxing, of course, is an yeah. Olympic sport, too. Judo um, was
4: a mainstay.
0: So, anyhow, uh, it says that uh, breaking, which is the preferred term amongst its practitioners rather than breakdancing, made its Olympic debut actually at the 2018 Summer Youth Games in Buenos Aires, and it was uh, provisionally added last summer to the agenda for the Paris 2024 Games. Uh, while much of the breaking community has embraced its inclusion in the Olympics, some have expressed concerns that breaking's culture is being co-opted or that its authenticity will get twisted in the transition. Of course There it were will. people that, that didn't like, you know, the X Games and things yeah. like that when yeah. that came about, too. Um, uh, there's fear that Olympic judges, for example, might come to value technical difficulty over other intangible qualities that make breaking unique, such as passion, passion. and originality.
8: Originality.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't know. Uh, you know what? It might be... In- for me, it's what what displays visually. What is what is cool to watch, I, it, and that's pretty cool is, to watch. Yeah, it, yeah. All,
3: all of that, all of the things that we mentioned so far are really cool to watch. Yeah, right. Parkour. I'm sorry, it's really really neat to watch. There are guys that I follow on on Instagram that are just the, they're these tumblers, right? There's this guy Eric something or uh, like Run Tumble Eric <laughs> Run Eric Tumblestein, and th- you know these guys um, uh, they I, I, they they upload these videos every single day. That I'm yeah. like, how do they do that? Like, h- how are they not dead or injured or, or whatever? Like, um, so I don't know. It's I wear
4: kinda, and tear. It's um, cool. I mean, yeah. people at the height of this these things, like, parkour is, is, is similar to that. The Nick,
0: stuff. the the climbing is it is it essentially just speed two people face off against each other and see how fast they can climb up the uh that's a good question a wall because i've seen the speed climbers do it yeah. and you look at it and go you're not human uh-huh. yeah i mean they just they fly they look you know they look like spider-man running up uh, the the side of this wall so i remember seeing a, a feature on this girl who was like 14 years old and she was she you know doing the one finger pull-ups and stuff like that yeah scampering up the wall
4: what i wonder with the parkour and we're looking at it from a point of view shot you know i i assume obviously um your your ability to judge your jumping distance yeah uh, you know Mm -hmm. is gets better and better (laughs) i want to know what happens during the failure period of your uh, seriously yeah you know, obviously, you're you're not up at as high as some of these guys
0: are because it's insane. One well, fall and they're dead. There's loads of uh, parkour fail videos on uh, YouTube if you want to get a look. Yeah, but they're they're I, I think before they go jumping off things that are 30 feet high, right. three feet. Uh yeah, yeah. They work on the on the short stuff first. Remember when you used to run down the
3: steps? I don't do that anymore. I'm like, okay, one step at a time. Let's you don't sit sure in don't... the
4: chair that slides down the side. Yeah, I, You know, and I'm, go, I'm going down to get my pills.
3: When I see old people walking or walking down the steps, I go, okay. And at what point did that become the way that they actually transport themselves from place Listen, to place? I'll tell you something. And when is that going to happen for me? I tell
4: you, I've always <laughs> since I was a kid, I always wanted one of those dumb chairs that write you can write at the steps, and it looks yeah. it looks fun. <laughs> it's like having a roller coaster in your own house. Oh, my God. Watching I...
6: these parkour videos, it's insane. So when it comes to climbing, Preston, uh, they haven't quite figured it out because there are um, there are three disciplines, really. Lead climbing, speed climbing, and bouldering. Bouldering is doing it really without ropes, and it's usually done on lower ground. Steve, we were talking a little while back about when you see the guys carrying the pads out in the yep, woods. Yep, yep. That's usually for bouldering. bouldering. So this is going to be it, – it, the proposal is that – they will be combined, and uh, whoever performs best in all three disciplines, so will we'll win the gold. When are the Olympics? Twenty twenty one. Okay, and we're
4: we're hoping well, breaking is going to be in twenty twenty four. Right, right, right. Electric <laughs> uh,
0: Olympics, aloo Olympia Alu. <laughs> if you could be an Olympic, uh, you know, uh, athlete, and you and you you know to be at the top, what what would you pick? You're talking Summer Olympics or yeah, any so Yeah, th- let's go Get with missed. Summer. Summer Olympics. Yeah,
4: you'd be in the best shape.
0: Absolutely, I think so. That's what I would, uh, I would want to be as well.
4: Then I could be in a movie like Jim Cotta. to be able to do the yeah. like the pommel horse stuff. Yep, or the cool. rings. Yeah, the Iron Cross. Oh my god! I just want
3: to cool. be able to do a standing backflip. Right? Like, you just want to go
4: down the stairs. I just yeah. want to <laughs> be able to walk down the <laughs> stairs. I just want to be able the stairs. to run a down the from stairs. the United States. Casey Foster <laughs> at the top of the stairs. Yeah. He will descend And he begins He's halfway down the
8: stairs <laughs> He's doing well
4: oh, the, no! humanity, the judges Romania for Germany for
2: all that training
0: Springfield, a ten. <laughs>
2: there you go, <laughs> <Don't> go.
0: <laughs> Fortunately, he could. Steve, he could move over to the escalator yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> to the older, old It's like the uh, it's
4: like the seniors.
3: The tour. senior games. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The, uh, the the How escalator. Am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> when there's an escalator
3: right next to a set of stairs. 10 out of 10 times I will use the escalator. 10 out of going, 10. Going well that's your competitive down. spirit.
0: Yeah.
4: Right.
3: Now mind you listen. <laughs> I I went for a 3 mile jog yesterday. That's the farthest I've jogged in a long 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 time, right? But you couldn't so, find your way
8: back. 3 miles is a good <laughs> run. Where am I? It no is good is a good I'm in good run. Rutledge. Now mind
3: you at the end of the night walking down the steps hurt uh after well, yeah. going yeah.
0: And it will until you do it a few more times and, and then, then you then snap your knees. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh where do you stand on uh not where do you stand that's a stupid way i stand at a lot of places uh what about what about people movers at the at the airport oh my god you
3: can
4: walk so fast on (laughs) those (laughs) things it is really cool you're you're like the flash yeah yeah Yeah, especially if you move your and you are still walking yeah Yeah. do you ever stand right uh you have to stand right on the people or or walk left yeah no 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 no. you um always walk
0: always walk i walk do you walk yeah you get that Unless I'm just killing time. Like if I'm if I'm there to meet someone and I know it's gonna be a while or whatever, I'll just Go for a ride. Do you ever see people spill at the end of those well, things? I was going to say
2: at the end, you're like, I try to walk as yeah. fast as I was while I was on it. So I'm like fast walking.
4: Yep, yep. You have to put your your
6: inertial what do they call it, inertial dampers on? If you're ever in a high speed elevator, do you ever jump
0: up and down? No. no. Oh yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Right, Thank right you. as it comes to a stop. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Both up and down. Yeah. You go down, it feels it's not as fun. No, you're, you're base- you get a little extra air time when you're going up. It's, it's like the vomit comet. The vomit comic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Going up, uh, you're, oh, you're yeah. tied to the floor. In fact, I remember being a kid, staying in a hotel yeah. with my family and me and a buddy, and we would just do that. Yes. Just go ride the elevator. Do you ever jump oh, down the ride? elevator shaft to get the air? Oh, my
2: God. Do you know the uh, high-speed elevator at the Four Seasons, they actually had to slow down because people were getting nauseous Oh, in really? It. Yeah, I rode the elevator with an employee, and she told me.
10: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I'm when we were in
2: London,
3: uh, the... Uh, escalators and the stairs to the tube were really, huge. really
10: huge. Right, and, and it was actually, steep. yeah, they, um, they're
4: pretty cool. Though you remember, like an American Werewolf in London, they, yeah. the, the guy gets attacked going up the. Uh... But I remember
3: the first time going down, like, kind of like uh, my equilibrium was a little yeah. bit off yeah. going yeah. Yeah. down.
8: Also,
4: yes. there's a pressure situation yeah. the, the, because mm-hmm. of the, the tunnels. There's air pumping through, and it's it is weird. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, if you have some breaking skills, yeah. You got from now to 2024 to sharpen up and get ready to be a part of the United States Olympic team. Do you think you, as a stairs <laughs> athlete, <laughs> can, no, can I'm, pour I'm, your abilities into breakdancing in time
3: past my prime, man? Right. If this were 1999, You'd I'd be
0: right there. It, yeah. What's your Olympic event? <laughs> stairs. Stairs.
8: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you do? I do the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm in the staring competition. Mm. All right. Anyhow, let's take a break and come back because we'll get to some bizarre file stories. A thank you once again uh, to Dietz and Watson and also uh, our friends at uh, the Forresta's Market. Uh, They're located in Phoenixville. Uh, Their signature hoagie, by the way, the Bridge Street Bully is served on a seated Corpalese roll with Dietz and Watson wow. gritty sauce, Ooh. & Watson baker's, uh, bacon lovers turkey breast, pepperoni, sharp provolone roasted reds, and spinach. Uh, they also offer the best uh, items in grocery, butcher, and catering. So thank you guys for bringing by the goods today. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Bizarre File stories are coming up next. Stay with us.
7: WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com, everything that rocks.
0: All right, let's get some weird stories.
7: WMR
1: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File.
0: Brought to you this morning by OmahaSteaks.com. Go there, type Preston in the search bar to get exclusive deals, including the Deluxe Grillers Assortment, which includes four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer. OmahaSteaks.com. Giant. Tumbleweeds have overrun a housing estate in Melbourne, Australia, trapping some residents inside their homes and leaving others in fear of even going outside. These pictures are insane. Have you guys seen some of these Uh pictures? The dry grass from a paddock near the estate in Hillside has been swept swept up by gale force winds and a natural phenomenon, which is called hairy weed invasion. Hairy weed. Yeah. The long grass has been whipped into giant balls, which have surrounded homes and engulfed backyards, forcing residents to shut doors and close windows or risk being invaded. The stuff will get inside the house. A resident said it has created this grass storm. It's completely taken over our backyard and our front yard. Uh, Her husband seemed to see the funny side of the situation, saying that the kids were treating it like they had woken up to snow. Uh, The neighbor of theirs, Jane Borg, wasn't laughing and said that she was becoming increasingly agitated by the situation. Said, I can't open my front door or it'll fill up my house. It's a biohazard. I'm reluctant to put our heating or our cooling on. Yeah. Because our unit is actually full of this at the back. Uh, She said repeated attempts to contact staff at the city of Melton Council on Saturday went unanswered. How many funnel-web spiders and baby possums do you (laughs) think are in there? The homeowner believes that the invasion is a result of landowners in the nearby paddock uh, failing to maintain the property. Jeez. But rather than speculate on the cause of the bizarre phenomenon, other residents were focused on cleaning up. Uh, The Bureau of Meteorology said the event, known as a hairy panic, uh, is a result of a re- of recent dry weather and strong winds. And it's not the first time hairy panic has uh, hit the state of Victoria. In February 2016, the rural town of Wangaratta had encountered the same problem. Residents were overwhelmed and mentally drained from trying to remove the weed from their homes before it simply reappeared the next day. In 2018, homeowners in uh, Lassaby were also invaded by tumbleweeds. Uh, it was so dense that it forced a closure of a major road outside one home, leaving the homeowner struggling to get through her own front door. Uh, the strange grass is able to withstand tough, hot climates such as drought, but will quickly dissipate in the event of frost. The FBI is uh, urging people who got a rapid finger prick COVID nineteen test at a New Jersey lab to be retested as soon as possible, and to contact the agency. The FBI said in a public service announcement this past Friday that the facility, Infinity Diagnostic Laboratory in Ventnor, was offering active virus tests in addition to antibody tests. The lab called it rapid 10-minute testing on a sign that was taken down Friday. Fingerprick blood can detect COVID-19 antibodies, but only nasal or saliva tests should be used to diagnose active cases. The FBI raided the location but did not explain why. Uh, Brian Strahl of Margate said that he had paid for staff members uh, at his business to be tested at the lab but felt wary of the results. Anyone who was tested at the lab should be retested and the FBI asked that they contact the agency because their response uh, of their responses would be useful in federal investigation.
4: Wow, what the hell's going on?
0: So, I don't know, but thought I would uh, warn you about that. There's a new viral video uh, it captures the dramatic moment that a bridge snaps, plunging 30 smiling Miss Thailand <laughs> contestants into a dirty lagoon. Uh-huh. You can't help but laugh, but it's it's terrible. The glammed-up crown chasers were mugging for the cameras Monday morning as part of the second day of the competition in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand. As part of their promotional duties, the contestants visited a cafe, posed for pictures on a suspension bridge, uh, construction from the ropes connected to a steel walkway. Uh, however, the structure collapsed under their combined weight, sending them crashing into the filthy water below. We are so happy! Ah! Three. I think you scared Casey.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you jumped, dude. Island because it was funny. Uh.
0: Uh, three of the girls were it, in. It is so. Wild. Ah! were injured when one uh, suffered cuts and bruises on her forehead while two others had minor scrapes. The unintentionally bathed beauties rushed to the hospital for a checkup but have already been discharged. And one more story. Here we go. This one's for Gene. An accountant and former counselor for one of Perth's most exclusive suburbs have been sentenced to six years in jail for stealing more than $4.6 million from a wealthy chicken farmer who had entrusted him to look after his financial affairs. Scott? These scumbags. Scott- <laughs> There's no other word. Complete and utter scumbags. Scott Francis Flay was found guilty of channeling more than $4.6 million from the bank accounts of uh, Gasahan Jabado, known as Gus, and his wife Maria to subside his upmarket lifestyle. And that included the purchase of multi-million dollar properties. He became uh, the Jabato's accountant after they sold their chicken farm for $28 million in 2006. Uh, Jabiel Jabato, <laughs> Hassan Fiffer Incorporated. They, they established the farm after coming to Australia as immigrants in 1969, but after the sale, Mr. Jabato fell ill. And uh, Flay was given the enduring power of attorney over their affairs, which gave him access to their bank accounts. Over three years, he then transferred the funds into accounts he controlled and stole from the chicken farmer. Is it possible the chickens are still there and just wrapped up in tumbleweeds? Uh, yeah, they might. they may not have looked in the tumbleweeds for them. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File this morning.
4: May I make, make a quick mention? And a listener of ours, Preston, uh, Amanda, her family has a restaurant in Westchester. She asked us to give a nod. We put this up on the... Nick, you put it up, correct?
6: Yeah, it's on the community uh, page. Apparently,
4: it's it's uh, Fiorello's in Westchester is going through some hard times. The family has owned and operated this restaurant for 25 years, as are so many restaurants. But um, there is a GoFundMe. The, the family's been facing a lot of issues. If, you have, uh, if you've gone there and never had a good, a good meal or if you... Want to support any one of the tremendous amount of restaurants that are going through hard times and people that are going through all of this, uh, you know, whether it be waiters or waitresses or whatever, you may want to check it out, make a donation. It's on the Presidency Community page, you said, Nick? Yes, sir. Okay, and just check it out. It's called Fiorello's Cafe in Westchester.
5: Absolutely.
0: All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second, and we'll test your knowledge of the show with a lesson question on the way.
5: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR Facebook, Twitter, you know the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Not very islandy like right now, but we will be warming up a little bit as the week works towards the
2: weekend. Thursday is going to be warmer, right?
0: Yeah, well, Thursday is going to be 50 degrees, and then by the time we get to Saturday, 57. It's going to be nice. Wait, you got an activity coming up?
2: Uh, I mean, of course. I tried an activity last night outside and nearly froze to death. Which activity? It was cold. We were making wreaths.
4: Oh, yeah. You got to have it at least in
6: the 50s. Uh, Yeah,
2: it was really cold. Nick, I forgot to invite you. I'm sorry. That's all
6: right. I bought one from the Boy Scouts instead. Okay. Mm. Mm. It was fun. Was it the succulent wreath?
2: Uh, No, that was the succulent Christmas tree. The wreath was something else.
6: Okay. Was it a wreath with
0: alcohol involved?
2: There's always alcohol involved. There's
0: got to be <laughs> yeah. alcohol involved.
2: Not a lot. Just On a, a Monday line, night? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh-huh. A little oh. bit of blow. What? No. <laughs> Dear God.
0: Well, see, they call it snow in this time.
6: Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Steve, we
2: went skiing. <laughs> Sat-
0: Saturday is looking cloudy but 57, so it's going to be very, very comfortable by the time we get to the weekend, so we'll be able to enjoy that. All right. We're going to do today's lesson question. I'm going to give away a digital download of Tenet. Uh, if you can answer this question correctly, if James Bond is 007, Rocky Bond would go by which number? <laughs> 00 what? Two one five, two six three. 263 wmmr Let's see if you heard earlier this morning. If James Bond is 007, Rocky Bond would go by which number? 215-263-WMMR. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: All right, brought to you this morning by your local The and Watson Real Philly Delis. They're open for takeout. Taste four generations of family recipes made with love and show your support for local business. RealPhillyDeli.com. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. What's going on, Steve? Well, Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia
4: Jade, breaking her silence on the college admissions scandal during an interview with Jada Pink and smith Jada says, uh, excuse me, Jade says the only thing that kept her from sliding into a deep depression was the support of her pretend rowing team.
5: <laughs> oh, my God. Kristen
4: Cavallari and Jeff Dye claim they are not dating even as more and more pictures of them in steamy public makeout sessions continue to surface. Cavallari's remaining coy on the issue, while Di let slip, he can sketch Cavallari's vagina from memory. And finally, sexy singer Rita Ora corralled during an interview with the Sunday Times into admitting she had completely forgotten dating Rob Kardashian years ago. Red-Faced Ori explained the oversight, saying she also has trouble remembering every one of her bowel movements. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Hollywood trash.
0: All right, let's see if we can get an answer. Uh, We're looking for uh, this. James Bond is 007. Rocky Bond would be which which number? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Dave. Hi, Dave. What's going on? All right, Dave. What would Rocky be? 00.
14: Yes.
8: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Nice job, Dave. Dave. Hang on. For Dave, we have a digital download of Tenet, a film by Christopher Nolan. Fighting for the survival of the world, the protagonist is armed with only a word, and that is Tenet on a mission unfolding in something beyond real-time, not time travel, inversion. You can see it in theaters now and own it December 15th. Now, Preston and Steve's
1: Music View on 93.3.
8: WMMR.
0: And it is brought to you by your local Confidence Plus Service Center. When your car needs service, head to your local Confidence Plus Service Center for trained, experienced technicians and a national warranty covering parts and labor. Info and locations, myconfidenceplus.com. We'll start with this, and we had a lengthy discussion about it earlier this morning. Uh, John Lennon, it was 40 years ago today that John Lennon was murdered in New York City. In the fall of 1980, uh, the 40-year-old Lennon had reentered public life after a self-imposed five-year hiatus to spend time with his young son, Sean, travel, recharge his creative batteries. On November 17th, 1980, Lennon and his wife, Yoko Ono, had released their comeback album, Double Fantasy, which included such future Lennon standards as woman, beautiful boy, watching the wheels, and the album's lead track and single, Just Like Starting Over. On the night of December 8, 1980, with Starting Over sitting at number six on the singles charts, Lennon and Yoko returned home to their apartment building, the Dakota, on Manhattan's Central Park West. They had spent the evening at the record plant, East Recording Studio Mixing, a tune of Yoko's, uh, called Walking on Thin Ice. Mark David Chapman, who had been stalking Lennon for several days, and have received an autograph from John just earlier that evening, lay in wait for his return. Chapman, who was living in Honolulu at the time, had made an unsuccessful trip to New York the previous October with the intent of killing Lennon, but he couldn't find him at that time. <clears throat> Lennon and Yoko uh, returned to from the studio around 10.50 p.m. with their limousine dropping them off in front of the building on 72nd Street rather than pulling into the building's courtyard as usual. As the couple walked in, they passed Chapman, who called out Mr. Lennon and then fired five shots from a thirty-eight caliber handgun, four bullets entering Lennon's neck and back. Officers were quick on the scene. They arrested Chapman, rushed Lennon in a squad car to nearby Roosevelt Hospital where the doctors worked on reviving the musician who died from the severity of the wounds. In fact, the doctor, Stephen Lynn, had said, we made an incision in the left chest, separated the ribs, found a very large amount of blood. We looked for an injury in, uh, to the heart or to the blood vessels, and what we discovered were that all the major blood vessels leaving the heart were simply destroyed. There was no way that we could repair them. Uh, The news of Lennon's death was broken by a reporter for New York's WABC-TV, who by coincidence was in the same emergency room after a motorcycle accident, and then the news was first carried to the nation by Howard Cosell during Monday Night Football and the telecast. Yoko would return home and call the three people that John would have wanted to know, she said, his aunt Mimi Smith who raised him, his 17-year-old son Julian from his first marriage, and she called Paul McCartney as well. Huh. Uh, within hours of the news, thousands of fans had flat, had flocked to the Dakota to stand vigil for Lennon, and I'm sure they'll do some uh, ob- observations uh today at um Strawberry Fields, the area of uh yeah. of uh Central Park. It's very, it's, it's
4: uh, since that point in time and since the dedication of the park, it, it's been a perennial. I mean, you can go any time and there's somebody there with a guitar playing yeah. Beatles songs. Uh it, it's kind of a hang. I remember though around that time president when Double Fantasy came out, uh he for some reason I guess lived or would visit Huntington um Long Island, Huntington Station which was, uh, you know, night you talk about a nice main drag there in shops. It's kind of a quaint uh, town, at least at that time it was. And the word was people would encounter him, and he was always, he was very enthusiastic to meet fans and would take a picture. He never shunned
0: anyone and was very kind that way, and in a way it, it was his undoing. Yeah, I remember seeing a an interview with him, talking about New York City in general, especially after, you know, Beatlemania had kind right. of faded. I mean, the Beatles were always the Beatles, but the... the 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 craziness over over meeting them and seeing them had had uh, subsided a little bit, and he loved New York. He was like, yeah. "Man, he's like, you know, people don't bother you here. You yeah, know? You yeah. can just kind of blend into the crowd. And even if they know it's John, they don't freak out like they used to right. about it. So he really loved being a New Yorker. Double Fantasy went on to receive the 1981 Grammy of the year, uh, Grammy Grammy award for album of the year. Uh, The ceremony had marked five-year-old Sean Lennon's first public appearance when he accompanied his mother to the podium to collect the award. Both Paul and Ringo had contributed to George Harrison's 1981 Lennon tribute all those years ago, which hit number two in the spring of 1981. And uh, in early 1981, Chapman uh, had pleaded guilty to second-degree murder, currently serving a 25-year life sentence in New York's uh, Winnie Correctional Facility. Chapman, a devout born again Christian, who is allowed conjugal visits, has refused all offers of psychotherapy since the murder. He's been turned down for parole uh, eleven times, by the way. So, if he received a twenty five years to life, so I wonder what they ended up. I guess I don't. I don't know. I guess after if you have, if you get twenty five years to life, yeah, they they assess you. I guess, I guess and so then every year, and then they keep you in. So, uh, any, I was a super duper you know significant day and sad day in the world of uh, of music and entertainment.
4: You look at his mugshot, you know, now he's he's a much I don't know, there's less the crazy in his yeah, face, but yeah. it's uh it you know, what can you say?
0: Yep. Uh moving on to other stories of music news, AC/DC will premiere Demon Fire, the second video from its Demon power- Fire from its uh, Power Up album and it will be tomorrow night. Brian Johnson talking about the video on the band's social media last month shed some light on how the band is going to pull the video off. He said, we're going to try and do a virtual video on the next song that we want to bring off the album. Uh, The thing is, none of us have ever done this before, so it's going to be brilliant. Standing by yourself, miming on a microphone... Because you know that we're miming, and we know that you know that we know that you know that we're miming. But still, it's going to be fun, he said. Uh, Johnson went on to say that uh, Angus is going to be playing down at Sydney. Phil's going to be whacking the drums in New Zealand, and Cliff is going to be paddling away. He might even come up to join me because he's not far down the road. And Stevie, somewhere in England, uh, I don't know. We hope to put an exciting video together, he said. All right. Miley Cyrus's seventh studio album, Plastic Hearts, has debuted at number one on Billboard's top rock album charts. How about that? Her first number one on this chart and sixth number one album. Uh, Plastic Hearts also debuted at number two on the Billboard 200, giving Miley the most top ten album debuts on the chart for female artists this,
1: this, century.
0: this century. Yes, uh, The singer expressed her gratitude in a series of Instagram posts. She tagged idols Joan Jett, Billy Idol, and Stevie Nicks to thank them for their blessing, guidance, inspiration, and validation. Uh, she wrote, the confidence I have in who I am, what I'm doing, stems from the values instilled by looking up to you as my role models from the beginning.
4: Have you heard, well, we just heard the little bit of the one song, which didn't seem overtly rocking, but apparently there's
0: more rock on the album. In a separate post, she made sure to thank her mominger Tish Cyrus along with her executive producer, Andrew Watt, whom she referred to as a rock god and collaborator, Mark Ronson. No mention of Billy Billy Ray? No. F. No, (laughs) nothing. How dare she? Uh, Cindy Lauper has announced the lineup for her 10th annual Home for the Holidays Benefit concert. There's some pretty cool people on this, which is going to air virtually December 11th, exclusively on Lauper's TikTok channel. Uh, An additional stream will take place... December thirteenth on her YouTube and Facebook pages. This year's event will feature appearances and performances from Adam Lambert, B- Bette Midler, Billy Eilish, Boy George, Cher, Dolly Parton, Harvey Firestein, Henry Rollins, Jackson Brown, LL Cool J, Sharon Osbourne, Taylor Swift, Whoopi Goldberg, and a whole bunch of other people. Boy George, they should call him Girl George. <laughs> well the benefit concert will raise funds for Lopper's true colors United the organization she co-founded in 2008 to prevent and end homelessness among lesbian gay bisexual transgender queen and que- queer and questioning youth as well she's so, been doing that for years yeah this is her yeah. tenth one I believe I said no uh yeah her tenth annual so yep yeah. and then one last thing we have a couple of clips from the Wayne's world reunion yeah and Brian May was involved in this. Uh, so we're going to play this uh, this clip about Brian May talking about Freddie Mercury's reaction to them using Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. in the film. So here we go. You, Mike, did get me the tape, the videotape, which is VHS or something, I think. And I took it round to
14: Freddie not long before he went and showed it to him because, you you know, you said you want to have the the approval he loved it he just laughed and laughed he was very weak but he just smiled and laughed and said yeah how wonderful is that you you got us back to a new american public and freddie was very aware of that so you should know you know that he got totally into it and he he went to the next place knowing what had happened and, and enjoying it
0: Wow, and then Mike reacted to that, which is... Uh, the- I didn't
14: know that. I didn't know that. thats
0: I, I can't wow. even... My, my little Toronto head can't handle that, but that's fantastic. Wow, that's really cool, and it yeah. did. It, it served a huge purpose of bringing that song into a younger audience who weren't familiar with it. And Of yeah. course, we had always loved it, and it was great to see it come back around, and then... All those years later, it happened again with the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Everybody was all about it once again. It's just a masterpiece. You know,
4: it, it's it's great. Yeah. Freddie Mercury is, you know, just maybe is he the best frontman of a band of all time? I mean, you know, I think he, he is. at least in the pantheon. I, I mean, just such listen, a uh, so, so so talented, and he loved cats.
0: I, I told you, <laughs> I I uh, I was one day. This is several years ago. My son Carter. I was just in my room and I was watch flipping through the channels and on Palladium it was. Yeah. A 1980 concert of Queen, yeah. and Freddie was doing his audience engagement. Yeah, yeah. And I go, Carter, come in here. You got to see this. I'm like, this guy could be the greatest front man of any band ever. Right. And he sat there, and at that moment, like, he went and downloaded Queen's Greatest Hits yeah, and just yeah. became a fan immediately. And, yeah, dude, I think there was something. Number one, he had an amazing voice. They wrote great songs, but he was so charismatic. Yeah. All that with... A really goofy looking grill, too, you know what i mean uh-huh. without
4: the grill, would it have been the same? Who yeah. knows maybe yeah. that helped you know maybe that helped with the high notes, but he was
0: so <laughs> he was so good, just his movements, his mannerisms, his command of the stage, his dramatic body movements yeah. to accentuate m- movements of the song. it was just you know he had he's everything great. he had everything, so yeah, I think he's the greatest ever, yeah, as far as front man goes and there's been a lot of great ones All right, and there you go that's what we have in music news we're going to break we're going to come back in a second and we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize when we return stay with us
5: what's new live you Lift me up. low cut Connie. Hey. this is the this is the kingdom.
7: avatar,
5: avatar. New music.
7: More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
0: we hear here at the Preston Steve Show about to wrap things up a little bit, but not before some business. And one of those orders of business is to give away a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing because today is Tattoo's Day. And we would like to congratulate. Wow. It's. Is that Delancey Lloyd? Is that how you would say that? Yeah, I guess so. Delance or Delancey Lloyd, I believe, from Blackwood, New Jersey. You are the winner. And we have a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and piercing. Hang on. We're going to get a word. Who is it? Oh, it's Delance. Oh, Delance. Okay. So that is an N. All right. Uh, DeLance, uh, is going to go to Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, and we'll get a $350 President Steve-themed tattoo. By the way, they're located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. If you'd like to check out their artwork samples, uh, go to Instagram, at Floating World Tattoos, or you can check out their website, Floating World Thank you to our guests on the show, I guess, Louis Gossett, Jr.? Ah, it sucks, because we really would have liked a better connection.
4: It was horrible, and it was feeding back, but maybe another time.
0: Yep. Uh, So, I guess uh, he's going to (laughs) be... He's on a show called The Reason, or it's a uh, made for TV... Well, it's just a movie. And the plot is apparently very similar to The Watchmen. Uh, Well, we asked him what the plot of the movie was, and he told us the plot of The Watchmen, so... (laughs) You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's available on uh, pay per view. You and guys on are ma'am.
2: picky. Uh, your interviews, and I know. thank
0: you to Gabriel Iglesias. There you go, Fluffy, uh, who had joined us to talk about Mr. Iglesias on Netflix. Season three is released today. Um, nice guy. It's good to have him on. And I want to thank again uh, our friends from Deets and Watson and Foresta's Market in Phoenixville.
8: Yeah,
0: uh, you can get your takeout order today from your local. Real Philly Deli and support local business, Deez and Watson. It's family things since 1939. They are located at 1098 West Bridge Street, Phoenixville, and their website is forestasmarket.com. They brought in a bunch of hoogies, hoogies for hoogies. us hoogies. this morning. <laughs> uh, we got Brent Porsche. Good morning. Hey. How are you, man? Doing well. How about you? Good. Nice to see you. We got some hoogies for you. Same with to you. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Some leftovers. Yeah uh we should do our letter of the day yeah let's go well, here we go
1: preston and steve on ninety-three-three wmmr now the daily letter
0: all right and the preston and steve show is brought to you today by the letter the letter c is in crappy connection yep that yeah. was the one yeah we have a large kilwin's king of prussia gift basket filled with fine chocolates fresh hand paddled fudge sea salt caramels hand-dipped chocolate pretzels, hot chocolate mix, festive holiday treats. Wow. And a $100 Kilwin's King of Prussia gift card. So this is the mother of all sweets package. It sounds great. I
2: wonder if they do the hot chocolate bombs.
0: Uh, That's a good question. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, good
2: question. Uh, lo-
0: <laughs> located in uh, the King of Prussia Town Center. You can stop in for a variety of gift packages and see amazing treats. Being made right in the front of the store. Kill Wins, sweet in every sense since 1947.
11: Um, how are you today? I'm good. Excellent. Yeah, thank you to all the listeners. I mean, straight through till 3 o'clock yesterday, I was getting condolences, texts, <laughs> oh, and stuff and like your that. Flooding for, situation. Yeah, for the flooding situation. Any, every, any uh,
4: suggestions? Because uh, if people you didn't hear, you uh, Brent lost a whole bunch of records and collector edition records and signed did anybody have any suggestions as to how you might be able to reclaim or restore if you could you know re- refurbish the vinyl in any way no
11: not really but i yeah. had a gentleman text or call in and say that he would give me his vinyl collection oh. wow <laughs> that's like, excellent that's great. Yeah. You know, thank you it's very generous and you know I, I really do appreciate the the outpouring of love and support from everybody but you know i, I can't take it with me yeah you know, you, you know one of the things and you know, it's just possessional items. Like I, I said, know. nobody got hurt. Nobody is. You know, I didn't lose anybody. Just lost some of my. my you
0: look like you're getting a little teared up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you just
11: smoke some weed. Right? No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, that's uh, it.
0: No, it, it really was
11: <laughs> painful to go yeah. through, and I mean the the process of. Peeling all of the the wrappers off of the sealed vinyl, and then watching the covers rip. I, I pulled a poster out of one of my Hailstorm vinyls, and I just went to hold it up, and it completely just ripped oh. in half just by holding it. It was just well, you stuff know, was
4: crumbling in my hands. That was a kid. I had you know, not kid, but I was a teenager. I had my record collection, and and my cat pissed along you know, and and like <laughs> so all these. I had the records, and the records were I had discovered before it soaked in too much, but half my record collection had the lower right corner clipped right. off uh, yeah
2: my cat peed on my westchester diploma <laughs> <laughs> yeah no! yeah oh there yeah and i didn't find it till like it was when i found it it was dried pee that it had been there a long Gosh, time
0: kathy's diplomas on parchment paper <laughs> <laughs> what'd you end up doing with it
2: i threw it out oh, you'd, yeah. you'd like, hey, keep a Piss-filled diploma. Could maybe Westchester. Could, one? Yeah, I was just saying. maybe Westchester could send me another one. Send yeah. it to
0: Julie Jerkoff. <laughs>
11: <laughs> wow. Um, so I would
0: imagine you're going to acknowledge uh, the loss of John Lennon today.
11: Yeah, absolutely. In the 2 p.m. hour, we're going to be celebrating the life of John Lennon. Of course, it's Double Shot Tuesday, so all sorts of double shots today. And for the workforce blocks, all birthday salutes, Corey Taylor. We got um, uh, Phil Collins from Def Leppard. Yeah. And Marty Friedman from Megadeth. So we're going to be rocking it. Oh, you're wow. in your wow. element now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nice. All right. Well stick around. Brent Scotch covered gang. I want to thank our sponsors. The President and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Get cheers in it, Duncan. This holiday season with their holiday-inspired signature drinks. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and by Wilmington University. Tomorrow's a Wednesday. We'll have a secret text it. We'll go on Fox Good Day. Uh, and former intern and comedian Blake Wexler ah. will be checking in. He and Todd Glass are good buddies. They're good buds. Uh, so we'll see what's up in his world. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
3: The Breston and Steve Love You Live
5: Coming in December of 2020 from Hamass Productions, it's the heartwarming tale of a young boy and his inability to differentiate between shapes and
10: colors. HBO presents Orange. It's a new triangle.
7: Next message.
10: Yo, anybody remember when Dave Grohl f- jumped off stage at the Tweeter Center back in like 2001 and ran through the whole f- lawn and then came back down, got back on stage and started rocking again? He f- stood on my chair and I held his ass so he didn't fall. So, you're all welcome.
13: Next message. You're going 60 or 95. Get the f*** out of the last lane.
3: The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line.
1: Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them
8: for less.